Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, hello, Pat. Here we are again this year. We, uh, it's time for the ACB of Maryland State Annual Convention, and we had so much fun last year, we're going to do it again. So We absolutely will. Jane, it's good to be back on the air with you. We have a uh, really good roundup of, of exhibitors tonight, and we've got a full program tomorrow, and it's great to be on the air. Thank you, ACB Media, for all your work on getting us on the air and working with us in our little mighty state of Maryland. Um, uh, Jane, who do we have on this evening? What does our program look like today? This is fun. Our, our committee has worked really hard to get all new presenters this year. Uh, I think we only have one repeat. The rest of them are new people. So we had a lot of fun um, putting all this together. So, of course, I'm terrified, as I was last year, because I'm scared something is going to happen. You never know. Um, so I, it's my job to worry. All week long, it's been my job to worry and be terrified. So and you've cross done my it very fingers. well. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. I did. Um, So tonight is uh, um, uh, half-hour presentations, exhibitors. So we thought we would gather a bunch of of, um, uh, local and national exhibitors who you might be interested in hearing from. Um, At 5 o'clock is Integrated Technology Group, um, ITG which is a wonderful local company here who is our humanware and view plus dealer. And we have two um, presenters from ITG. Then at five 30, we have Diane Ducharme from the low vision shop in Baltimore to talk about everything that's that they do. And they sell except the, we walk, they sell the, we walk, but I told her she can't talk about the, we walk until tomorrow because that's part of the mobility panel. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, at six o'clock, we have Earl Harrison from Hymns. Um, they have the new Braille Sense uh, Six, which is a—I've not seen one, but I think it's a really nice piece of equipment. So he'll be talking about all things Hymns. Then at six thirty, we had a bit of a problem with the six thirty slot because we were going to get Schwans. And we had someone lined up and he promised he would come and he promised he would call me and all these things. And he made promises about five times that he was going to call me. He never did. So we are going to have a free for all. We are going to talk about various places that you can get frozen food delivered. We are going to talk about Schwann's. We're going to talk about American frozen food and we're going to talk about um maybe Colorado Prime, maybe Omaha Steaks, and we'll have a free-for-all and people can tell us what they do for for frozen food or getting food delivery. So that's what we're going to do. Then at 7 o'clock, we have door prizes. Um, I have a list of everybody who is presenting or attending the convention. There are 104 names, and Lady 
well, I can't say that word. Um, the Amazon, well, shoot, I shouldn't have said that. The Echo <laughs> device, I never know what I call them. Uh, the Echo device is going to draw random numbers for the door prizes. And so whoever wins the door prizes will be sent to them. You don't need to be present to win. At seven o'clock, we have Kirk Walter, who is a Braille writer repair uh, person here in the Baltimore area. And uh, I'm sure most of us who have Perkins Braille writers at some point or another need to, to have them repaired. One day I dropped mine and it started making extra, extra dots. And that was not fun. Hope you didn't then, drop it on your foot. No, I didn't drop it on my foot. I dropped it What's on a hardwood thing? floor, but oh, and that was pretty much the end of it. <laughs> um, and then at 730, we have um, Sensi. Um, I have Scentsy stuff here I've, I've had for quite a while, and it, it makes your house smell really nice. We have uh, a Scentsy consultant and another person who has her sidekick, and we'll, mm-hmm. we will talk all things Scentsy. Then at 8 o'clock, we have information from the um, Prevention of Blindness Society of Metropolitan Washington. We have a recording first, and then we have their CEO here to um, – answer questions. And at 8.30, we have a presentation by um, Paparazzi Jewelry. They have a consultant in our local chapter here who sells um, that kind of jewelry. And I don't know anything about it, so that should be interesting. Then at 9 o'clock again, just to keep you awake and on your toes, because we're not done yet, at 9 o'clock is door prizes again. And then Joel Snyder is, is going to be talking. He's a, a local Maryland treasure here to talk about audio description. And then um, for those of you who are, who are on Zoom, um, dialing in or, or uh, accessing the, the convention through Zoom, you'll get to watch, the well, watch, listen to the movie, Harriet. Um, we will be streaming that on Zoom. It will not be on ACB Media, though. I'm sorry. Uh, we couldn't get permission for that. And then at 1130 or so, we are all going to die because we're going to be very sleepy. And I'm going to try really hard to stay up to to uh, end the, the evening and wish you a good night or whatever. But I can't guarantee that I'll do that. But that is today's program. That's a good so, program, Jane. Very, very I think nice. I think we've, we've worked really hard. Um, and and one of the things that I noticed about all the a lot of the vendors that we have, really all the vendors that we have, is although we say that they are in Maryland, a lot of them are doing work uh, throughout the United States. So just because we say someone's from Baltimore doing X amount of things, services or whatever, they are really happy to be on this program because their services can be uh, used throughout uh the united states so it's not just a little maryland uh conference and convention anymore really all of our vendors are happy uh, the services go nationwide and i think that's good and and that's one of the things one of the reasons why i think it's good to be able to go out and uh, you know have these uh, conferences conventions virtually because it gives uh, us an opportunity to talk a little bit about maryland but it also gives others the opportunity to uh, to to advertise what they do and be able to uh, others take advantage of it. And we can but have we people come them. from all over the country, too, as mm-hmm. attendees. So we've got people from all over the country. We have like 71, I think it is, attendees 
registered. Mm-hmm. So uh, we never could have gotten that many with uh, with a virtual con- with a, with a in person convention, and that would have been more expensive too. So the um, other thing I'd, I'd like to do is thank thank our little group of convention uh, people that helped put this together uh, for Maryland. Uh, Meryl Schechter has uh, uh, organized this little group and, and really done a great job of corralling all of us. And so thank you, Meryl, for the work you've done. Uh, Jane, you did such a wonderful job. Uh, Glenda Blanchard has uh, really contributed, and we've got her as one of the wranglers. Uh, and uh, Ray uh, has... Uh, Ray Razor has, is has our auctioneer been, tomorrow night. Great and as Peggy far Clark as is new to the committee contact. this year, and she's added a lot of low vision expertise. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it's a good group. We we have a good committee. We worked well together. And speaking of wranglers, uh, I wonder whether our first two presenters are here, um, Pat Zawaski and Gregory Hooks. You you were talking to Greg on the phone or something, Pat? Oh oh no. Uh... That wasn't me. That was a phone call I took that I didn't. Re- I don't think it was on the air, but he is ready to go. Uh, oh, good. I just got confirmation that he's ready, not from one of our wranglers, but. Uh, OK, Cindy I don't see them on the panelist side. So that's why I was. Of course, my computer is weird. So, you know, I don't know, um, but I don't see them on the uh, on the panelist side. So and then just to give everyone a feel for where we are tomorrow, we will be starting at. Uh, promptly at nine o'clock, uh, Jane and I should be on the air <laughs> at quarter of nine, I hope. Oh. And, uh, and we will go all the way through till, till about uh, tomorrow night at about 1030. Till the auctions are. I don't think the right. auction will last that long, but well, maybe um, let's say nine, I would yeah. think, um, because the auction starts at, well, shall I go through the program for tomorrow just to tell uh, people what's going to happen? Well, or shall I um, wait and and make them wait for it and and um, find give them out a what's flavor happening. of what what our panels are for tomorrow? Well, there are panels. Um, um, at first is our our library. Um, uh, they they have a lot of uh, programs and and things going on at our state library. We were one of the the pilot um, participants for the e reader, so I was very happy to see that. Um. Then um, after that is a uh, the wellness panel uh, talking about um, medical health and COVID testing and and that kind of thing, um, and um, that's from ten to eleven. All and of then, which has been in the news, right? Recently, oh boy, COVID testing. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then at eleven we have door prizes again, and then after that we have a health and wellness panel. Uh, it's all about exercise and stuff. And I, I have a mini tread and I just got a cable. I broke my cable. How you break a cable, I don't know, but I did. So uh, I got a new cable yesterday. So I now have my mini tread up and running. So, But I don't think we're going to need it tomorrow because I'm sure Leslie Spoon is going to have us do exercises. So um, that will be fun. And then there is a mobility and beyond panel with um, some um, mobility um, instructors, uh, specialists, and uh, uh, Diane Ducharme is going to talk about the WeWalk, which I have seen. I've not used it, but I've seen it. So 
um, we can get more information about that and, and what's going on in the mobility world. And then after that, there is a recreation panel uh, talking about kayaking and horseback riding and dragon boating and, and all those interesting active things. Um, two o'clock is door prizes. And then there's an employment panel, employment rehab and education panel. We have um, some people in various aspects of education and and uh, rehab and employment to talk to us about um, various aspects of that. And after that, we're getting you into Maryland history. You can't come to Maryland without learning some Maryland history, and there may be a quiz. But but <laughs> no, uh, at four o'clock, three o'clock, uh, we have the Annapolis Maritime Museum. Um, coming to give us a presentation about about the history of of um, ships and and uh, the ocean and the Chesapeake Bay here in in Maryland, and after that, um, since we will all have stayed up to watch the movie Harriet tonight, tomorrow at four o'clock we have um, someone from the um, Harriet Tubman Museum to talk uh, uh, to us about her life and. She's going to be even singing some field songs so that we can um, learn what they sounded like and uh, we can find out whether the movie was really accurate. At five o'clock is door prizes. Um, And after that, we have a low vision panel with um, someone, uh, different uh, presenters talking about technology and support and daily living skills for low vision people. Um, and then at six o'clock is our virtual banquet. And last year we had fun going around the room and telling what everybody was eating during their virtual banquet. Since we can't be together and eat rubber chicken together, maybe we can, um, tell, tell about what we're eating at our virtual banquet. And then we have our banquet speaker, Tamara Rory. Um, and then, um, at seven o'clock is the auction, and we have we had forty six items, but I I I put a bundled a few of them together um, because they they seem to fit together a few things. So and maybe it's about forty different um, actual things now. So that should be fun. And we always enjoy our auction in Maryland. We always yell at each other, you <laughs> yes, know, don't bid against be me, vocal. be quiet, you know. So we, we get a sort of violent here in Maryland during our convention. So I hope that, that it'll be okay for the rest of you who are, aren't Marylanders. We are, we are a small but mighty state, and we are very vociferous sometimes during our auctions. So that is the whole convention. That is what we're doing. So I think we've got a good lineup for tonight, an excellent lineup for tomorrow. I think we are just about ready to start off, Jane, uh, looking at the time. Yep, it's uh, about it's right, two minutes right after. At, right but at five o'clock. I'm wondering whether our first two presenters are here. We're here. Oh, good. Yay. But there we are, right on signal. Good. <laughs> That's okay. Right. Well, well, this is great. This is This is my turn to present because ITG has has helped me so much over, over the years uh, when I wanted to buy a battery for my stream or I wanted to buy, I bought two embossers from them and they came and set them up 
and I've bought equipment and I bought my BI40X. And so um, I am, we're, we are blessed in this area to have ITG. So Pat, Greg. Thank you. Thank you very much, um, Jane and, and Pat. We are certainly do appreciate being part of the Maryland chapter of the ACB, especially with such great uh, individuals such as yourselves. And, and one thing that I wanted to, to mention, uh, Pat, since you were talking, we can't forget that Maryland has the best crabs in, you know, in the entire country, you know, especially like crabs. I'm a weird <laughs> Marylander. I don't like them. With the Old Bay seasoning all over your fingers and just the shells are all over the place. Yeah, but that's the fun of it. You know, you lay everything out on the table and then you start whacking it with the with the mouth. It makes a mess and you gotta pick all those newspapers (laughs) up. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) But we certainly do appreciate it. And both Greg and I are very pleased to be part of this year's uh, lineup. Um, what we'll do is just go over some of the things that, that we've done in the past. And as Jane said, we have been where our offices, Greg and I, are both out of Falls Church, Virginia. Um, but we cover the state of Maryland. We cover West Virginia, um, D.C., as well as Virginia. And on a national basis, we also have a contract with the Internal Revenue Service. So we handle you know, the employees um, that are being accommodated by the Internal Revenue Service on a nationwide basis. So we do have a lot of um, clients uh, near as well as far. And we've been doing this since, what was it, 1992. Uh, ITG started back in 1984, um, where their primary was doing providing support for the government agencies. And then when I joined in 92, um, it, what it allowed me to do was uh, start looking at how we could promote uh, various products. And, uh, you know, I started out with using Dragon Naturally Speaking or Dragon Dictate at the time, and then it migrated into the low vision area, the blindness, and um, as well as a variety of other uh, accessible type of technologies. Um, ITG does, you know, we, we sell, not only sell assistive technology, hardware and software, but we also look at installing it. Uh, we do training. Greg is one of our senior accessibility trainers. Um, and he can talk about a little bit more about the types of trainings that we do. And then we also, because we are a, a provider of products, we are authorized to repair um, any of the products that we have that we sell in the tri- in our area, in our patch, if you will, um, for both humanware, Vispiro. Um, we also have, we can provide uh, products for the Vispiro lineup as well. Um, as far as our, again, our partnership, we have... Vespira with their blindness solutions. We're an authorized repair facility for the, vo- the for the focus braille displays, um, the Pearl camera, the Omni reader. Um, you know, guys know about Jaws, Fusion, Open Book. Uh, we're off also in the low vision solutions. We've got the Rubies, the, the HD, the XL, um, the the various CCTVs, the larger on the larger scale, the Topaz. Uh, the Optelec product line, um, 
We have Duxbury for the Braille embossers. If you're using uh, Duxbury or if you're using the View Plus, you're going to be using the Tiger software. Um, so, you know, our goal has always been to, we recognize that, that access, assistive technologies is a very expensive product or tool that can be used. Um, and we believe that when you're receiving this product, that you should be at least become familiar with the product um, so that you can start using it right away. Um, you know, manufacturers oftentimes will drop ship a piece of equipment and then expect you to try to figure out a way to be able to, uh, to utilize that product. Um, our belief, and, and we've been doing this since 90, well, about 2000, about 2000 was when we decided that, uh, that we would start promoting products in the consumer marketplace here in the Washington, D.C. area. And so with that, we, our belief was that when, we, um, when somebody purchased a particular device, like Jane did, we would go ahead, set it up and be able to show her how to at least get started on it. Um, so that's been our, our motto. Uh, we've been carrying it through and um, just some of the other products that we just recently in added were the wearables, uh, like the OrCam MyEye, uh, the OrCam Smart, as well as the OrCam Read. And, and I'll have Greg go into that because he's been really been our our you know flagship person going uh, going door to door and, and talking about the product uh, so i'll go ahead and turn it over to greg hi guys uh first of all thanks for letting us be here we really do appreciate it and uh we're glad to see all of you guys here as well um as pat said uh, some of the products that we have recently started I guess more recently anyway, started using was the, or started uh, distributing and training is the, are the OrCam products. Um, as she mentioned, the OrCam MyEye, oh, it's a great device. And the thing I like about the device specifically is that it is simple. I like simple. Uh, the people that I'm training, they like simple. Uh, the more, uh, difficult it is to use, then chances are they're not going to use it very much. So I really enjoy these products and I enjoy showing these products as well. So the OrCam MyEye is a small device that's going to attach by magnetically to your glasses. Uh, and if you don't wear glasses, it's okay. It's, it's got glasses that come with it when you purchase the unit. And if you can point your finger so that it can see your fingernail, if you can point your finger at what you'd like for it to read, then you can use the product. If you can tap it on the side, then you can use the product. Uh, as I said before, simple is, is what, this, what the unit is, and simple is, is best. Um, it also does things uh, that are a little bit more intricate, things such as if there's something specific that you would like to read in a document, uh, it allows you to call out that specific thing. So if you have a document and you want it to find the phone numbers within that document, uh, the part of it where there is smart reading, where it will 
just read what you're asking it to read out, as in the phone number or a price or a date, something like that. Uh, so it's a great product. Uh, I, and like I said, I really enjoy showing it. And uh, I, I like what, uh, what I receive from individuals when they, when they take a look at it. Another unit is that OrCam has is the OrCam Read. Now, the OrCam Read is specifically for reading, and that's it. And again, when I mentioned simple, this uh, is absolutely one of those units as well. I point it at whatever it is that I want it to read. If I can point it in that direction and just press a button, then it's going to read for me. Uh, both those units are Bluetooth capable, so I'm able to hook it up to a speaker or I'm able to hook it up to Bluetooth headset uh, if I like. Um, the Reed actually has um, a port for a wired headset uh, as well. In fact, a wired headset comes with it. And one thing that I didn't mention about uh, the OrCam My Eye is it makes it so that you're able to do facial recognition. Um, once you program someone's face in there, they're not going to sneak up on you anymore. Uh, it'll make it so that they're able to um, uh, be announced as soon as uh, the device recognizes that they are there. If you turn towards them, it's going to recognize and it's going to say their name as you programmed it. Uh, it also has um, where it will read money for you, paper money as well. Um, and also, uh, barcodes as well. Um, so those are some of the newer products that we have. And Pat had mentioned that uh, we have also CCTVs uh, as well. And uh, the Reveal 16 uh, is a great device. It's a desktop device. And we're able to um, uh, also, it has a uh, a, a distance viewing camera for that in the rear. So, and it's also easy to use. The only thing that we have to do is just raise up that camera in the back and we can see things in the back for people that have low vision as well. And we can also um, uh, magnify those things as well. Um, so it's very, very light compared to most CCTVs that you see. It's also foldable where you can bring it um, down pretty close to flat on your table. And it's only about 14 pounds. Uh, so uh, if you've ever used a CCTV, um, I'm sure you're aware of what the weight of those of the older units are. This is a much, much lighter unit and uh, also has very crystal clear HD quality images. Pat, did you want to add anything else? No, I think, you know, the, the various products we... As Jane mentioned early on, we have um, the Victor Reader Streams. Uh, the latest addition to the to the streamline was the Victor Reader Trek, which is a combination of both the Victor Reader Stream as well as the GPS system from Humanware. Um, the newest addition in the Braille line was the uh, Brilliant 40X, as well as the Brilliant 20X. It's a 20 cell display. Uh, the neat thing about those, both of those two devices is it's got a scratch pad. Um, and for those individuals that were uh, Keysoft users, it's got a uh, the uh, word processor 
um, just the rudimentary version of the word process. It's not the full version of Keysoft uh, keyword, I should say, um, but it is it allows users to be able to enter data into into the unit. And when you're using it with the with an iOS device, um, you're basically having a mobile device on the go. Um, so you can use the strength of your your phone uh, as well as the strength of uh, in Braille. Um, let's see. What about the training, Greg? What kinds of trainings can can we offer users? Absolutely. So. Uh, as Pat had mentioned earlier, um, when she came to ITG, she came in uh, when they were using, uh, I believe it was Dragon Speak. I think, um, Pat, I think that's what it was called. Uh, no, it was Dragon Dictate. It was Dragon Dictate. heavy duty, you speak like this. Yes, yes. And it, it has evolved greatly since then. Uh, when I first uh, came to ITG, uh, Dragon was a great program, but the, the problem was if you had any sort of accent, uh, then you probably weren't going to have a really good time using the, prog- using the program. Uh, it has changed dramatically uh, in a good way, and uh, it provides excellent voice-to-text um, uh, uh, production without any issue uh, even if you do have an accent, it works absolutely fine. Um, all you have to do is just train your voice with it. It's going to adapt to you. Uh, if you have any issues with your hands or anything like that, uh, or if you just uh, are very slow typists, Dragon Naturally Speaking is a great program for you to use for voice-to-text and operation of your, uh, of your computer with, with uh, the majority of your, your programs that you have up there. Um, in addition to that, we also have, of course, uh, Zoom Text, uh, Zoom Text, and also let me say Fusion. Uh, a lot of you, if you've used JAWS and Zoom Text together in the past, uh, a lot of times when you try to do that, you'd end up with a blue screen of death, and there were issues because the two programs came from two different companies, and they fought slightly, so uh, you'd have lots of issues with that. Now there's a program called Fusion, and Fusion is kind of like a bridge program for um, JAWS and Zoom text. In fact, you get all you get three different uh, icons on your desktop when you download it. Uh, one for Fusion, you get another one for JAWS, and another one for Zoom text. Um, and then the program helps out a lot. One thing that I've seen um, is when you have individuals that are transitioning from using Zoom text and they start having to use JAWS, uh, that's not an easy transition. Well, the Fusion program actually helps with that because the, the hotkeys have changed somewhat so that now they're more adaptive to JAWS. So now um, while you're using your Fusion, sorry, while you're using your Zoom text, it lets you um, learn a lot of your hotkeys so that you're able to adapt more uh, quickly to JAWS uh, when it's necessary. Uh, so Fusion is a great program, um, but I'm sure that you're familiar with uh, JAWS, as I said, uh, screen reading program. Uh, so we provide training in that as well. So JAWS, Zoom Text, Dragon, 
Uh, Kurzweil 1000 and 3000. Kurzweil 1000 is a program that is, uh, it allows you to read paper documents and it reads it directly in uh, similar to how JAWS does. It allows you to navigate with it and, and read those documents. Kurzweil 3000 is another program that we provide. And Kurzweil 3000 is more uh, for individuals with learning disabilities. Uh, so it's a great program as well. Um, I think I've hit most of those. Pat, am I leaving any anyone out? No. Um, one thing that that uh, we strive for, and, and Greg is is JAW certified. Uh, he also works very closely when we were talking about the OrCam product. He also works on their beta, works with their beta team. So many of these organizations that we work with, we work closely with so that we can um, have advanced knowledge of uh, some of the issues that they might have as well as some of the, the latest uh, features that they might start to add uh, to their product line. So um, those things, you know, are very important to our client base, our customers, um, and especially when, you know, when the pandemic hit, one of the the things we, in the past, prior to the pandemic, we were training on site uh, at the, at the client's uh, employment uh, area. And subsequent to that, we've had to make changes as, as, as everyone has, else has also. Um, so now Greg is doing, uh, you know, some of the, a lot of his training is being done virtually, uh, which we've had a lot of success with. Um, Department of Labor, Department of Transportation. Um, we have clients at um, CFPB. Yeah, and uh, well, the IRS, um, yeah. as well as uh, FEMA. We've done training for FEMA. We've done training for ICE, USDA. So a lot of these organizations um, have now adopted uh, the the ability for us to be able to deliver the training on a virtual basis. So, um, you know, I, I guess we, we've got a few more minutes left. We can open it up for any questions that anyone has. And Greg, the one thing that I would say, this is, uh, is that you guys have always been noted for uh, two things. One has been your customer support, and the other has been your friends. You've been around since 1992, and you know to be around that long and to be working and, and doing these sorts of things, uh, it really says a lot about you know what you what your company believes in. And those two elements, I think, have put you in good stead to keep to keep going. People know that they can depend on you, that you're going to give a good product, you're going to stand behind your products. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons why you're so successful. It's good to hear that you're working for all those federal agencies. Mm -hmm. When we lost the uh, computer electronic accommodations program back last year, we all were scrambling to find who was going to be doing the training and supporting uh, disabled blind people that would be, or low vision people that would be using all of this technology. So I'm glad to see that they stepped up and, uh, and took and, and depend on you guys for, for training and products. That's great. Thank you. I have a question. Um, I, I am the jaws dummy. Uh, I never have recovered <laughs> from, from my transition from window eyes, which I loved. And I just, I just, I know the basics of, of jaws, but I don't know what I don't know. 
So if I was to get training on jaws, I don't even know whether it would stick, but, but (laughs) I really don't, but is there an actual course, you know, and, and how much does it cost? Because I'm, I'm still trying one day I'll, So, Jane, there's different types of resources that are available, and I would recommend doing that first. Um, We have uh, we have a uh, an hourly rate um, of 175 per hour. We have created an outline uh, that we work with, especially on the consumer level um, that we, you know, we we tweak it to what, you know, what the user may want. So depending on your level and what you're comfort in, uh, comfortable with, um, we will go ahead and, and take that foundation that we have as far as the outline and then be able to add to it. Um, but I, there are some resources that are out there that, I, that we have recommended clients first and foremost. And then we go ahead and um, many of our trainers or many of our trainings that we do, for example, for the IRS, require that the user go through some of these resources first. And then we just, it, it solidifies a lot of the things that they, um, that they will get with their training uh, if they use the resources first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and do we have any, any, uh, any raised hands? We raised do. Hands? Yeah, good. Okay. Joy? Joyce? Hi. Um, You mentioned Dragon Naturally Speaking, and they were owned by Nuance and have since been bought out by Microsoft. So are there any new updates to it since version 15? There have not been any updates that I'm aware of uh, yet since that transition has taken place. But from my understanding, I believe that there should be some uh, coming here uh, in the near future. Okay, and one thing, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say it's been about two years since they last had an update. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, the transition of, well, when Microsoft purchased Nuance and, or Nuance, if you talk to Nuance, they say that they've, they've not really fully merged. Um, what they've done is, uh, you know, Nuance had the medical component, um, right. which was what Microsoft was really interested in. Um, there was the enterprise version, which we are familiar with in our day-to-day activities with, you know, in, in, our, in the work environment. And then they had the medical component. And so Microsoft was really interested in that, but they had to, to look at, at the acquisition of both. So... I suspect that a lot of their changes are going to occur on the medical side more so than the private side or the, um, the, you know, the, the product that we are familiar with, with in using in the computers. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I have Peggy Ann that's got a hand up. Yes, um, hi. I have a question. Um, I have a... A CCTV, uh, and it's an older model. Do you have the ability to repair, or if I call your company, can you recommend a place to get it repaired? What type of CCTV do you have, Piggy Ann? Um, 
It's up to it's from Optelec before they had merged with Freedom with Vespero. Excuse me, with I'm going to say this wrong. Vespero. Uh huh. Um, so- it's Optelec, and it's probably around 1992. Okay. Um, and that really talks well about the the CCTVs that have been out on the marketplace. I mean, for it to to still continue to work with some few issues that you might have. Um, it all depends on if we can get the parts. Um, okay. And what we can do, Peggy Ann, um, Jane, are you going to be giving uh, everyone our contact information or shall I reach out? Uh, to why don't you go ahead and do that? Um, because I, I, I wasn't going to compile a list of. Um, okay. So Peggy Ann, if you could, uh, what I can do is if you, um, in the chat, can you get to the chat box and send me your email unless you want to tell everybody your email address? Uh, I don't see the chat box. Um, is that accessible to us, Jane? I'll tell you what, Peggy, why don't you write to me or call me and I'll give you uh, ITG's information. Okay. All right. Thank you, Jane. And thank okay. you, um, Pat. You're welcome. I do appreciate and it. I, th- I think it's in the program. I think I put the email addresses in the program. I yes, I I yes. just looked at that okay. and in the convention yeah. program. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Peggy, you. you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, do we have any other questions? I do have a question about the Orcam. Yes. Okay. okay. My great dream in life is to go to a doctor's office and find an empty seat. Um, you know, because you fumble around and you have to get them to help you find an empty seat without a person in it. Um, does the OrCam or any of its iterations, can you tell it to find you a chair? I guess you can do it with SuperSense, I guess. But, you know, does the OrCam do something like that? Actually, it does. So the OrCam has uh, one of the, well, the OrCam My Eye, one of the features that it has in the pro version is kind of a scaled back version of the orientation feature that it used to have. So now what you can do is you can say, you can just say, Hey, OrCam, what's in front of me. And once you say that, if you are whatever area you're pointed towards, if there's a chair there, it's going to let you know that there's a chair in front of you. There's a chair to the left or to the right. It will let you know that. Yes. Huh. And they're continuously um, making advances in that. I think it's not, I mean, the intent is not for it to be an orientation device, but they are adding some features. Um, I mean, we've been, we've been OrCam um, representatives for the past two years, two and a half years, and we've seen a marked difference in when we first started to the, to the latest version. But you know their intent and their their roadmap is to to continuously add functionality to that uh, to that device. Wonderful! That is an exciting product. That is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jane, well, I think we are right I at five thirty. Heard my clock chime out there. So yes, it's five thirty. Thank you so much, Pat and Greg. I I I love ITG. I'm so I, I talk to people from Humanware. And, and they say, oh, you've got the best dealer, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're really lucky. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you so, much. so much. Thank, thank you. you. We certainly much. do appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye.
Bye. Thank you. Um, okay. Uh, our next presenter is to be introduced by one of our convention committee members. Um, uh, Glenda, can you introduce um, the Low Vision Shop? So we put all the committee to work. I can introduce myself, Jane. Okay, you can do that. Go ahead and do that. Thank you so much, Diane. Okay, sure. Hi, everyone. I am Diane Ducharme, and I am from the Low Vision Shop. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. So the Low Vision Shop, yes, we are a real store. So we're located in Timonium, Maryland. And we are also um, on the web at thelowvisionshop.com. And before I get started, I want to make sure that I don't forget that we do have a promo code. So if you spend under $1,000, you'll get 10% off your order with the promo code ACBMD. And if you spend over $1,500, you will get $150 off your order with promo code ACB. One five. Oops, I'm sorry. ACBMD one five zero, and I can repeat those later if anybody needs them. So, at the Low Vision Shop, we sell a variety of things, and Pat and Greg did a wonderful presentation. In fact, they stole most of my thunder, but that's okay. <laughs> so, because we do sell a lot of the same things as far as the magnifiers, but. I'll go into the detail of what we sell. We sell handheld magnifiers. We sell video magnifiers. We sell electronic magnifiers. We also sell CCTVs and we sell the OrCam. Now, if somebody's interested in the OrCam, the OrCam is on sale until um, and including February 28th. And you can also use that $150 promo code if you're interested in the OrCam at this time. So one of the things that the Low Vision Shop prides itself on is we call ourselves disruptive in the field of low vision because we like to go out and find products that not everyone is aware of. So we scour the planet for things that we'd like to bring to our customers. So one of the things is called a ramble tag. And I have my video on, so if you are able to see, I'm holding it up. And the ramble tag, it looks and feels like a blood pressure cuff. It has Velcro on the sides. So basically it's a band that a sighted person would wear. And then there's a handle, which it's kind of like the handle on the top of a backpack. So then the blind person would hold on to the handle. And the cool thing about the ramble tag is that it allows you to have a much more natural sense of being guided. It allows the sighted person more freedom with their arms so they're not walking all stiff and stilted. And the ramble tag is awesome in the summer because if you're being guided, you're not grabbing onto somebody's sweaty arm. You got this nice little handle to hold on to. And in the winter, 
you're not holding on to somebody's parka and they realize five minutes go by and you're not hanging on anymore because you slipped off of their parka. So another thing that I really like about the ramble tag is when you're going up and down stairs, especially at a stadium. So if you're at a sporting event or a concert, it's great because it gives you a much more natural flow. So another item that we, oh, and the ramble tag is from the uh, UK. And the ramble tag is $39.99. So the next thing is called the OmniSense cane tip. And this is unlike any cane tip that you've ever encountered. Uh, again, I'm holding it up in case you can see it. So it has actually four wheels. There's two wheels, an axle, and two wheels. It's available on a slip-on or a hook-on. And it has a little kickstand in the center. So if you're holding your cane or leaning your cane up against the wall, it won't slide away on you. But the, the Omnisense can go, the wheels go back and forth, front and back, and it provides you with the smoothest glide when you are traveling with a cane. It doesn't get stuck in any cracks or crevices but it also allows you to still feel the terrain. And what I like about the OmniSense is that I don't, when I use it, I don't get the elbow in my gut because I got stuck in a crack. And if there's any mobility instructors out there, I know they're grimacing because they're saying, if you're getting your elbow stuck in your gut, you're not using your cane right. But that may be, <laughs> but this little cane tip will allow you to avoid situations like that. The OmniSense uh, can go in the dishwasher. So if you roll over something nasty and you're like, ugh, I don't even want to touch this, you can go in your dishwasher. And also the OmniSense has a 12-month war warranty. So it's good for a year. If anything happens to it within the year that you purchase it, we will replace it. And there's one thing I like to tell people when they use the OmniSense cane tip. The little kickstand I was talking about, when you're using it, you want to make sure the kickstand is facing backwards because otherwise it'll prevent you from being able to get the smooth glide with the wheels. So the OmniSense comes to us from Australia and it is $49.99. So the next item is like is my favorite item that we sell. And this is called the Blind Shell Classic 2 cell phone. And again, I'm holding it up. The Blind Shell is 100% accessible. It's got real buttons on it. There's no swap, swiping or tapping or gesturing or doing any kind of that stuff. So let me get it going. I'll turn it up. It's got a great speaker and it's all menu driven. So there's up and down. I call them bars. They look like an equal sign, one on top of the other, which will take you through menus. Messages. So let me start. So, of course, you can use your blind shell to make phone calls. Of course. 
Turn off the phone. Manual. Six of staff. Call. Okay, so call messages, messages which is texting. Contacts. Contacts, so you can put your contact list in there. Applications. So applications has a lot of great features. Internet browser. So you can go on the internet. Tools. Tools. That has things like an alarm clock, a calendar, a minute timer. That's where you'll find your weather. Communication. Communication. That's where you will be able to do your email and WhatsApp. And uh, Skype is also on here. Let's see. One of four. Facebook Messenger. Facebook Messenger is on here. Skype Lite. Skype Lite. And WhatsApp. So we'll back out of communications. Again, it's all tactile. It's all buttons that you could feel. Media. So media. Camera. It's got a camera, which is really cool because when you are trying to take a picture, It'll go beep, 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 person in view, person in view. So then you take the picture and then you use your voice to record what the picture is of. So there's no more having 200 pictures on your phone, which you don't know what they are of. FM radio. It's got an FM radio. Images is where you'll find all your pictures that you labeled. Internet radio. Internet radio is really cool because you can listen to the radio from all over the world. In fact, I was yesterday, I had a station on from the Ukraine. Ukraine, yep, sorry. Um, Internet music player. It's got a music player. Podcast player. It's got a podcast player. So that is really awesome. That's one of the newest additions. Shazam. Shazam. And YouTube. So we'll back out of that. So it has a book reader. It uses Libra Box for the book reader. Games. Games. It has games such as Hangman, Simon, a matching game. Vision Aids. So Vision Aids. This is a real important one. So it has Be My Eyes. Awesome. So it's got the ability to use a beeper so it's a separate purchase for these beepers but you can put them on your cane or your keys and it'll um, help you locate them if you tend to lose those items color it's got a color id it's got google lookout which is amazing which i never knew existed because i'm an iphone user so this google lookout will turn text into speech if you want to read your mail it has a currency reader, so you'll know what your bills are. It also has a barcode reader built into it. Localization. Localization will give you your address. Magnifying glass. It has a built-in magnifying glass. So it also has the pen friend built into it. If anybody remembers the pen friend, it, it, and it does come with labels in the box. And it's got the QR code. Back out of that. Hobbies. So it has a guitar tuner, which is um, some. It's crazy because somebody recently asked me, "Oh, I wish there was a guitar tuner for blind people." Well, there is on the blind show. Shopping. Shopping. So it has Amazon shopping. And this is where you'll find all the apps are available in the app catalog. 
So we'll back out of this. And this is settings. So there's so many different settings you can do. You can change the voice. I have it on a male voice. You could do a female voice. You could change um, whether you wanted to ring and vibrate, just ring, just vibrate. You could change the melody. There's like 120 some melodies that you can choose from when your phone is ringing. You could change the size of the text. Now it does have a screen on it. It's about three inches. Um, and let me give you the dimensions of the phone. Actually, the phone is about five inches tall and maybe a half inch thick and maybe about two inches across. So, settings. so um, as far as the um, screen, you do not need to see it. I don't have usable vision and I can use the phone. It's nice if somebody can use the screen, you can change it to be all text or you could have icons or you could have both. You can change the contrast on the screen. You can change the size of the font on the screen. Manual. So it also has a built-in manual, which is good in case you forget something or you want to learn how to do something new. Turn off the phone. And then you can turn off the phone. So it has a volume button, which is a rocker switch on the left-hand side. On the right-hand side, it has a button. I listen after a beat. Call Diane. Okay, and it's just like a kid. It doesn't do what it's supposed to do when you want it to do it. Probably because I'm in my basement and I don't have good Wi-Fi. But anyway, <laughs> the demonstration was to show you that you can dictate to it. And you can also dictate to it. Let's see if it'll behave. I listen after a beat. Weather. Opening weather. Cool. Okay. So then with the weather. Current weather in Towson. Temperature 48 degrees Fahrenheit. Clear sky. One of six. So it will give me the weather for the next 10 days, or I can choose a city. If I'm going somewhere on vacation and I want to know what the weather is going to be like, I can choose any city in the world, really, and it'll tell me the weather. Turn so on the, the back of the blind shell, there's an SOS button. So that will allow you to program whoever you want, whether it's 911, a family member, and then that'll get you directly to that person. So the blind shell, it works only on the T-Mobile network or any network that uses the T-Mobile tower, towers. So I know it works on consumer cellular and Boost Mobile. It has the ability to put a SIM card in the back so you can put your own music on there and then play it through the music player. And you can also put books on there and play them through the book player. So the OmniSense, uh, I'm sorry, the blind shell <laughs> comes from the Czech Republic and it is $489. And again, you can use your promo code to purchase the blind shell. So another thing about the low vision shop is I always say that we're more than just a store because if you purchase any of our products, such as, you know, the blind shell, 
or OrCam or our new product called the Onyx, which is a wearable for people who still have some sight and it's much smaller and less intrusive than the wearables that are out there. It basically looks like a pair of ski goggles and it uses virtual reality to put the image right in front of somebody's eye. So it's it's in real time that you can actually use the Onyx to see, you know, what basically what you can't see without that kind of magnification. Now you can't walk around with an Onyx. You can't walk around with any wearable. So you want to make sure that you're not doing that because you will get very dizzy and it won't be good. But with the um with the Onyx, it's great for reading, watch, watching TV, anything that you want to do close up. So as I was saying, we're more than just a store because we do provide training. We do provide um, follow-up. I spend a lot of time teaching people how to use the blind shell, especially if they want to get into the fancier features on um, whether they want to send a YouTube link to somebody or attach a document or, you know, whatever it is they want to do, we will provide them with training. We're not just going to sell somebody something. In fact, we will often say if somebody will call up and say, well, I want to purchase this. And, you know, after talking to them for a while, we'll understand that, you know, that may not be the best product for them. We will tell them, you know, we're more than just salespeople. We actually are involved in the blindness community. And we want to make sure that people get the products that are going to work best for them. And that being said, we have several entrepreneurs that we have assisted. And one of them is, you may have heard of the blind poet, Dave Steele. So Dave Steele is from the UK, and he has written three poetry books on blindness. His poems are amazing, and he just sits down and boom, they come out of his head and he always says, if he can't write a poem in 20 minutes, then it wasn't meant for him to write because it just flows. So Dave has a program with us every Wednesday from four to five o'clock called Tea and Poetry. So it's a call-in show and Dave will read some poems and maybe there's a theme for the show or a guest speaker. So um, that a pretty popular show. We get a lot of people and it's very interactive. Another entrepreneur we have assisted is Dave Sedona and he is known as Sedona Dave. Dave lives in Sedona, Arizona and he has a clothing line and I'm wearing one of his t-shirts right now. His clothing line is called a werewolf gear. So a werewolf gear, which can be purchased at a werewolf, a werewolf gear, A-W-A-R-E-W-O-L-F-G-E-A-R.com. And the purpose of Dave's A Werewolf Gear is to let other people know that you have a visual impairment, especially if you are say you're an athlete and you are a skier or a runner, 
then the per- people will know that you are blind and will hopefully stay out of your way or help you if some kind of obstacle is coming your way. And of course, you don't have to be totally blind to wear his gear. It's because Dave, well, both Daves have RP. So um, Sedona Dave's gear comes in many different varieties. It has, you can get, you know, the shirt I'm wearing is black and on the front, it has the a werewolf logo. And then on the back, it has in neon green and like a neon pink, uh, looks like two mountain peaks together. And then the word blind is interspersed in that. So it's not like screaming, hey, I'm blind, but it's, it's, not, it's nice that people can see that if I was out walking, like for instance, if when I do the turkey trot on Thanksgiving, it's a great shirt to wear because then people will know not to bust through me and my guide. And Sedona Dave also, one of his his dreams is to have blind people come out to Sedona so that he could be basically a tour guide for their hiking. So we had a trial run of that this past April. It was incredible. We had 12 blind people out there and all different levels of sight from totals to, you know, high partials. And we went hiking and Dave gave us all a, it's called a wild thing cane that he invented that has um, a round cane tip, a round ball that allowed us to feel the difference in the surface of the mountain. So whether there was granite underneath it or if it was solid stone, we were able to tell that with this cane. So we thought, okay, we're just going to go hiking. You know, we're going to walk a couple miles. Well, no, we were on top of these huge mountains and it was to the point where it was like, okay, make sure you stay on the trail because if you step to the left, you're going to go right into a cactus. If you step to the right, you're going to go off a cliff. So although it was scary, it was so awesome to be able to do this independently. So that's Dave's dream to be able to get groups to come out to see his beloved Sedona and and hike the trails. Another thing we did when we were out there is we went and we went to um, her lady, I'm sorry, the lady's called Healing Wolf. And Healing Wolf is, she's a Native American and she was out in the woods one day and two injured wolves approached her. So she took them back to her house and she's got this huge yard and she rehabilitated them. And that became her thing. She rehabilitates injured wild wolves. And then she allows the public in to come and literally play with the wolves. So we were playing with these wild wolves and they were huge. And it was just all they wanted was, you know, somebody to love them and pet them. And that was that was the highlight of the trip for me. So another entrepreneur that we have is, and some of you may know him because he lives here in Maryland. His name is Kevin Cross. And Kevin, I'll hold these up, invented the essential cane keeper. So they come in black and they come in red. And basically they're made out of a leathery material and they have a drawstring on the top 
and they have a carabiner so you can clip it to, to a backpack or whatever. And it's a way to keep your cane securely and neatly in your backpack. So the story with Kevin was that he was out, he rolled his cane into something nasty, didn't know he did that, put the cane in his backpack, and then of course, whatever nasty was, got all over his backpack. So he thought there's gotta be a better way. So he invented the essential cane keeper. And these can be purchased on our website as well. So does anybody, I know I've been just talking on, does anybody have any questions or comments? Let's see if we have any questions here. Diane, I love the blind shell. Great discussion. Yeah, if I wasn't an iPhone user, I would be very tempted. Yes. Well, you know, I think Jane, I, I, am, um, I was feeling the same way until I started playing with it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And they're expanding it all the time. Like there's, they take requests. Like, uh, uh, you know, I know one of the questions. If it had Ira, if it had Ira, I would be really tempted. I yeah, would miss Ira. So that's one of the things we're talking about too. So we're really trying to expand it to get more of everyday things that people want on it. Mm. Hey, Jane, let's see if we have uh, a couple of questions here. We're almost at time. Okay. Are there any questions? We this have a couple of raised hands. Uh, Terry Nettles. Hey, okay. Diane. Hi, Terry. Hey, you great presentation. Um, I have a you. question about the blind shell. Yeah. So does it have um, on there Uber or Lyft? It does not at this time, but that is a big priority for them. Okay. To get that on there. Good. Once that comes on there, I can ditch my iPhone. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Great, because oh, yeah. it has all, a lot of apps that that I would that you use already. Any, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah. great. Thank right. you, Diane. Sure. I don't know. I'm already on T-Mobile, so I'm I'm ready. There you so. go. Yeah. <laughs> any other hands raised? Yes, uh, Ray. Hey, uh -oh. Ray's going to buy one. Is he? All right. Yes. Go ahead, yeah. Sir. Use your discount code. Uh -huh. No, unfortunately, I already bought one that I'm. I just had mailed to me. I didn't know that you sold them. These, oh. Uh, uh, yeah, I just bought one from a gentleman in Florida. He just sent it to me through VA. Had gotten it, but what I wanted to know, um, because I was concerned that I didn't get the second generation, but I understand that I did get the second generation because it's in the second generation, I believe. Correct. Yes. So the, the second generation has so many more of those apps that I was talking to. And also the speaker is so much better than on the first generation. So well, well, what I want to know, is there a case that can go with it? Because it's not a flip phone. So unless you turn it on and off and it's in your pocket, it'll hit something and come on and off. So how do you manage that? Or is there a case that I did buy a case, but I don't know if the case covers the the, the, the buttons or not yeah um it will go to sleep and you can set the time frame that you want it to go to sleep it can go anywhere from a minute up to 30 minutes so it'll go to sleep and hopefully that would prevent it from coming on when you don't want it to okay okay well i'm looking forward to it thank you good and if you you know 
if you have any questions, just call us and I can walk you through it. Oh, Maybe the executive that. products would, would make a case for it. They make cases for everything else. They do. We have two cases that are available for it. <laughs> oh, And one other thing that I've got to mention is we are a registered vendor for most rehab agencies throughout the country and also through many VAs. So if there's a product you like, you can talk to your counselor or your VA agent. Through uh, Veterans Veterans Affairs, Diane? Veterans Affairs, yes. Ooh, didn't know that. Okay, that's good to know. Great. Okay. Well, my clock just chimed. My my clock <laughs> is out there chiming every every quarter hour, so it's keeping us honest. Okay, Diane, I just would like to, to uh, wish Gardenia a speedy recovery. And oh, here's a virtual yeah. cookie for her. <laughs> right. Good. Absolutely. I understand she's doing well. She was barking good. at Cindy, Glad which I think it. is a good thing to do. Yes. Yes. Thank you, <laughs> thank you so Diane. much, Diane. I'm, I'm right, really tempted you. to get that blind shell. I'm tempted. <laughs> so um, our next presenter, since it's six o'clock, our next presenter is Earl Harrison from Hymns. Um, Hymns is a, is a, is a big player in the note taker uh, and Braille display market. So, uh, um, tell us what, what's new at Hymns. Well, you know, there, there's a lot new at Hymns. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of products, um, but we do have a couple of really good ones. You know, we have done a lot of things in the, the, you know, both the blindness and low vision arena and it, it really in recent years came to uh i guess we our realization that we've yeah kind of got a handle on the braille thing so that's where a lot of our energy has been focused even though we still do have um, some very good video magnification systems a couple of them the the um, go vision and the go vision pro um but those are referred to as more or less uh, transportable uh, video magnification systems, which means luggable, I guess. Um, but you can do things like you know, do the OCR, um, scan and read uh, the difference between the, uh, the the GoVision and the GoVision Pro. It's the difference between getting uh, what you see is what you get OCR uh, or scan and read or full page scanning that you get with the uh, the Pro. So that's really the sum and substance of our low vision line. If any of you are interested in checking that out, um, I can't wait till we actually can get together and, and do things in person, maybe next year. Um, by the way, I'll be in, uh, uh, I'm, I'm guessing because I live in the Midwest here in the, the frozen tundra of Minnesota that I will be making that trek to Omaha in the summertime. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, we've got two, primarily two um, Braille products. Um, people who have purchased the Braille Edge 40, remember the Braille Edge 40, love that device. And they were really sad when it got discontinued. I, and I know people are still buying them on the, on the used market when they can. Um, but the Braille display that came along, the 40 cell Braille display, is really a nice upgrade to the Braille Edge in that um, it does something that nobody else has done before. 
In fact, I've had competitors come up to my booth at, at conventions and say, Earl, why has nobody done this before? Well, what we've done is we've taken the, the simple concept um, of, you know, imagine a keyboard, a laptop keyboard, for example, and you take away all the numbers and the, the letters in the main keyboard area, and in their place, you put a Perkins-style keyboard. That's essentially what we've done. So now you've got the best of both worlds. You've got the, the ability to input in contracted Braille, uh, in whatever contracted Braille you want, whether it's uh, UEB or US contracted Braille or you know, maybe you don't want to do contracted Braille. Maybe you want to do computer Braille uh, or uncontracted Braille. Uh, you've got that that option with the Q Braille. Um, its primary focus is a uh, Braille display that connects to other devices. In fact, up to seven other devices, one USB and up to six Bluetooth simultaneous connections. Like, like anybody would do that. I mean, I, I'm considered something of a geek, and I think I've connected four, <laughs> something like that. But you can switch between them on the fly with a keystroke. Um, what it does is it allows you to establish, to establish two connections, one for the Braille output that the, the screen reader is driving, and the other one for the keyboard uh, so basically, it, what the computer or whatever you're connecting to, whether it's an iPad or an Android device or a Mac, it just interprets it as an HID, a human interface device keyboard. And um, you can just sit there and type on it in contracted Braille if you want to, and it actually gets back translated on its way to whatever device you're connected to. So if you're drafting an email that you want to send out, you just type in contracted Braille, send it on its way, and of course the recipient doesn't get a bunch of uh, gobbledygook that would you know would be the case if it wasn't back translated on the fly. Um, but they get you know of course just regular text, and you can do things uh, like. Oh, you know, writing your word processor like that. I actually have uh, several people using the Q Braille as an ergonomic accommodation because uh, instead of having to forever go back and forth between their computer's keyboard and the Braille display, like they do with other Braille displays, they can just keep it on the Q Braille XL all the time, do their input, get their output without having to move back and forth. And I, I can tell you that there are there are um, braille proofreaders and um, <laughs> and, and um, medical transcriptionists and one who says uh, one proofreader said you're going to have to yank this out of my cold dead hands. <laughs> so because she's just so that much enthralled by it and it's really helped her situation with some repetitive stress um, problems that she's having with carpal tunnel syndrome things like that. So. That is the Q Braille. You've got all the extended QWERTY function keys from the escape uh, all the way through your F1 through F12. You've got the six pack, which is your insert, your delete, page up, page down, home and end keys. And of course your inverted T, which are your arrow keys. And if you can imagine from left to right, just like you would have on a laptop keyboard, you'd have a control, an FN uh, key, a Windows key, that's the left Windows key, the left Alt key, the space bar, the right Alt key, the right Windows key, which is your context key, instead of having to do Shift F10, and the right 
control key. And of course, underneath the F1 key, we've got uh, three keys that are our um, caps lock, our tab, and our shift keys. So you've got all the keys that you would have on a regular, regular keyboard. Uh, so you can use all the same commands that you are used to using already on your on your computer or whatever you're connected to. The only keys that it has that uh, are not on a regular keyboard are the pairing key, which is how you pair your cube rail with whatever devices you want to pair with, uh, and the mode key, which switches us uh, between something called hybrid uh, mode on and off. And uh, when it's on, that's when we kind of marry the uh, the contracted or whatever uh, format of Braille you want to read with whatever format of Braille you want to type. So that's the QBraille XL. Now, our, our I, I guess if this were Star Trek, this would be the Enterprise. Huh? That that's the Braille Sense products has been along for a, around for a long time. Um, and believe it or not, a lot of the command structure for those of you who have made may have had the Braille Sense in the past, um, you know, dating back to the early 2000s is when I got my first Braille Sense product. Um, a lot of the command structure has remained the same, interestingly. Um, for example, if I press the file manager F. Uh, function key F1, I always go to the main menu. Um, F2 gets me, so that's kind of like my, my my Windows key has been, you know, uh, the Windows key. The F2 is kind of like my Alt key. It gets me into the menu bar uh, or the menu system for whatever app uh, I am into. Uh, if, if F3 is my tab, if I hold down space with F3, that's my back tab. And then F4 kind of is my win close window button. And that's kind of been the, the command structure for a, a while. If I want to turn on and off speech, uh, I can either do it from within the global options uh, dialog. Always, you can always get to global options with space O. Rail display B on list item. And I can go down through all of these options. Rail parser C and eight dot mode B off list um, item. View input grade G contracted rail list item. You know, and, and and I can adjust them. And if after I've made all my my adjustments, I press enter. Option save. And file manager it says option save file manager. So, um, or in other words, it returns me back to my main menu where I was. So, let's, I'm just going to go ahead and down arrow through what we have in the main menu. Of course, the first option is always file manager. I'll um, um, down arrow or press space plus F4, F4, not F4, dot four. <laughs> word processor W. So I hear word processor W. And of course, word processor means that I can open uh, documents that are authored in other word processors like Microsoft Word. In fact, the default uh, format for the word processor is DOCX. We hear W, which means that that's the uh, hotkey that will actually launch the word processor. If I don't want to have to um, navigate down through the menu, I can just press the hotkey or I can press F1 in combination with the hotkey. Um, to launch the application from anywhere. Notepad N. So this is my notepad. Email E. Email. Media M. Books K. Okay, I'll just keep going organizer, down o. through here. We've got the organizer. Web tools B. Extras X. Programs R. Utilities U. Now. Settings S. Those of you who have had the Braille Sense, um, perhaps you've had the Polaris, which is the predecessor to the Braille Sense 6. Um, let me just kind of step back and say that the Braille Sense 6 
it has pretty much double everything that the BrailleSense Polaris had. It is based on the Android operating system. Uh, the Polaris is based on version, uh, you know, basically Lollipop, which is uh, version five of the Android operating system. System, the um, the, the BrailleSense six is currently on um, version ten, um, Android ten. Uh, with the the intention is that we will update to a later version, more uh, more current version down the road. The the um, the hardware, I'm told, is set to do that, and we will do that. But we had to start somewhere, so they started, of course, on uh, Android 10. So we've got Android 10. The Polaris had five. We've got 128 gig of memory, that is flash memory. Uh, on the BrailleSense 6 compared with 64 gig on the Polaris. Uh, we've got 6 gig of RAM versus the 3 gig on the, the uh, Polaris and our closest per, uh, competitor's device. Um, and we also have an octa-core processor, which makes it really super fast um, compared with the uh, quad-core processor that we have on the, uh, the Polaris. Now, I'm down at the end of the bottom of the menu system here, and I'm just going to press the letter N, and you can hear how fast Top of um, the, 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 the actual application opens. I, I no sooner lifted up on the keys, and I was in a blank doc document ready to to play, you know, ready to type. So I'll just go ahead and type some text here now. Now I, I am typing, typing as fast, fast, as, fast as, as I can I for, can for a, a late, late Braille, Braille learner. Okay. Oops. Learning. Learner. learner period. Okay. So this is, this a, is demonstration. a demonstration. So for those of you who may have gotten Lower D, demonstration. Let's see. This is a demonstration of oh. how to how you to type uncontracted Braille on the BrailleSense 6. Capital, capital B, R-L, capital S, E-N sign, S-E, period. Oh, I forgot the six. Lower D, BrailleSense 6. 6, period. Okay, so those of you who had the Polaris... Uh, or the Polaris Mini in the past, and one of the you know, the frequent complaints uh, were that you know, it was that then you, you liked the device, but you kept out typing it. Mm, not going to happen here. Um, I, I have yet to hear of anybody out typing the BrailleSense six. That's of course because of all the um, you know the additional resources that it now has. So let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and bail out of the six here, or rather out of this document. No name. .txt save. Yes, prompt button. I don't care about that. No prompt button. So I'm going to say no. I don't want to no save it. Let's just go into um, uh, what's the next folder that I want to go to. Oh, one of the things that we did was kind of rearranged our, our folder structure. Um, Word processor. Notepad. N. We got Notepad. Email. E. Media. M. Email, which I love. Um, books. K. Books. We now have a books folder because it just made sense to consolidate some of these things that were kind of scattered, and we're doing a little more and more of that as time goes on. Excuse my my little belch there. Daisy. Um, D. 
So I open the folder, the books folder. We've got the Daisy book reader. Document reader. Document a. reader. Online Daisy. O. Online Daisy. Bookshare download. B. And Bookshare download. Bookshare download. Oh, B. shoot. I should have logged into Bookshare, but I don't have my credentials here. Um, this is a dream, though, um, because I just installed this update today. It's, a, it's actually a, a test version I'm showing you right now. And when you install test versions, oftentimes it's a full system update. So it means... Um, you lose everything. So I would have been, if it would have been yesterday, I could have um, been ready for this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't get into Bookshare right now, but I can tell you that after you do log into Bookshare, it is a dream to use because you can search for a book, find it immediately, download it, and then you've got the options within the menu system um, of the Bookshare app, which is uh, by the way, authored by Hims um, to work with Bookshare and they use the, the Bookshare API um, that allows you to download, download and extract, or down um, or just um, yeah, download, extract and open the book into the Hims Daisy Book Reader. At which point you can either choose to listen to the speech synthesis, uh, read Braille, or both. Um, my my preference is generally to download a book and just kind of read it in complete silence. And this helps to facilitate that quite nicely. I want to back out of the, the actually, I'm going to go back to my main menu. Remember, F1 always gets me there. Final manager, F. Back to the top of the main menu. And now let's see what else we've got. Word processor, notepad, N. Email, E. Media, M. Um, Books, K. Organizer, Let's o. go back up to Books, media. Media, here. M. Media player, M. I've got the media player, FM radio, R. an FM radio, podcast, P, and there's podcasts. That's a new addition, podcast, P, to the um, to the you know to the Braille Sense Six. So I'm going to go ahead, and it was actually available. Feed list creation complete. Actually available with the last release of of the Braille Sense Six firmware. And I'm going to go ahead and um, let's say that I want to. NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt, 1221. Listen to NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. So I just pressed the letter N to get there. That's how fast I got there. And I'm just updating feed. Press Episode enter. Thursday, February 24th, 2022. Not downloaded. 161 list item. And it says not downloaded. Uh, let's go ahead and download. Start it. content download. Zero. And you can hear how fast it, it downloads the content. Content download complete. And then starts Play. playing it. Time. Zero, 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 Breaking zero, news zero, tonight. Zero, Russia zero, zero, launching a full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Vladimir Putin's forces unleashing an all-out assault. On I can't tell you how distraught I am about that whole scenario. And I had no idea that I was going to start out there. Um, but this is the world we live in, unfortunately. Um, so the, there is uh, the podcast player. It is phenomenal. You can do a search for podcasts, uh, search by categories. You can search by keywords. And um, uh, and just uh, I can tell you that the speakers on the Braille Sense 6, there are two of them. It's a stereo speakers. Um, it is phenomenal. I mean, you can just sit and listen to it. I've got a couple book readers. I've got our own and the competitors. And I can tell you that that um, in order to enjoy listening to books on those devices, um, uh, you, know, you really got to have headphones, not with the Braille Sense. You can definitely crank it up to a volume that's comfortable for you to listen to a, a book at and just kind of, you know, not have to cut yourself off from your your environment if you have 
happen to have like earbuds or closed headphones or something like that. You just listen to it on the, on the device and it's wonderful. Now I can tell you also that you're listening to it, a direct feed from a little mixer that I have called the uh, Jenny Axler <laughs> turned me on to called the um, Rockville Rock Mix. It's a four channel mixer. If you go out and look for this puppy, do not get the five channel because it's not as, it doesn't, um, uh, it, it doesn't lend itself to the this application as well as the four channel does. And all I'm doing is I've just got a microphone plugged into the four channel mixer, which um, is plugged into the Braille Sense, and all that audio is being pumped through the Rockville Rock Mix mixer. So um, let me see, how am I doing on time, guys? Zero five twenty one. But uh, you got some questions. Well, okay. Let me let me take three more minutes, and then I'm going to open up some que- for questions. Okay. Okay. Time zero zero um, zero zero. So zero, I'm going to go zero, ahead. And I'm going to just do, show you something that's happening right now that I am so excited about, and that it has so so um, improved my workflow personally file manager f and it's back to the file manager i just press f1 to go back to the main menu and i'm just going to go in flash disk one five list and we've got i've got five items in here and you know i could you know it's usb c so i can plug in like multiple multiple devices into a usb hub and, and you know storage devices and i have access to those things as well as the sd card slot that i've got i got all kind of storage options but check this out i'm just going to down arrow through here sd25 list item. there's my sd card google drive 35 list item. there's a google drive that's been around for a little while in the braille sense 6 but what's this one drive 45 list item one drive <laughs> what? OneDrive. Dropbox 55 list item. Dropbox, folks. Um, let's go into uh, one second. Oh, let's go back up to Google Drive. OneDrive, Google Drive, three, five list. And you'll item. see that I'll go into Google Drive. I've got three, I've got some more options here. Not only am I, I don't just get dropped into my drive and it says, hey, there you go. You can copy and paste your files. I can actually go to shared drives folder two, three list. Item. Shared drives. I can share drives with other uh, Google Drive users. Shared with me folder, three, three list items. I, here's a folder that's called shared with me. So I've got in here a lot of my stuff for work where I can go in and, and just go ahead and press enter on a spreadsheet. The information just magically comes up and I'm working. I don't have to struggle with the spreadsheet on. I mean, it's not a struggle on my computer, but it's so much easier having it here. And when I want to know how to spell somebody's name, when I want to see how to, you know, when I want to tell whatever listening device is to call somebody uh, and I want to just re- say this the phone number out loud, I don't have to listen to it one character at a time. I can just read it off the Braille display. And I, so I just access all this data right here from within my file manager. Google Drive, three, five list item. I'm back out to the main list. I'm going to go into OneDrive, four, five list item. Let's go into OneDrive here. My Drive folder, one, two list item. Shared with me folder two to list item. And I've got OneDrive, and, and I've got, I don't think anybody's shared much with me in here. 
So let's uh, let's go back up to my my drive folder. My one. drive folder. Attachments folder one eleven list item. Columbia Heights Centennial folder two eleven list item. Okay, so here's Columbia Heights Centennial. I moved out of Columbia Heights last August, but they hired me to do a gig, and um, I still have that folder in here. I'm kind of a one man band thing. This my zero one how long Broadway backing track MP three one my own version item. of karaoke. Zero two lover you dot treat me good backing track MP three two eleven okay, list item. Zero um, three Dr Maya's tracks MP three three eleven. Okay, so here's item. it's just for the sake of demonstration. I'm just going to press enter on this MP three one zero file. one objects copied. Zero three Dr Maya's tracks MP three three eleven list item and. From the cloud, I am actually just playing a song that I laid all the tracks for myself. An old uh, Jackson Brown song called Dr. My Eyes. In the media player. So, I gotta tell you. Zero three Dr. My Eyes tracks. This is the funnest note-taking device in the history of note-taking devices. And I'm not saying that just because I work for the company. Um... Before I take questions, I'll say that uh, um, last year, around this time, I was recovering from um, COVID, had a 10-week stay in the hospital, and I wasn't even working for him when I decided to um, purchase my BrailleSense 6. Um, it was only later after I was working as, uh, you know, I had left HIMSS in, in October, and then in um, uh, May, I came back as their national account manager and i haven't looked back this is the, this is the funnest note taker if it's the only thing i can sell it all day every day with so much pride because there's so much hard work that's gone into this device and now i'm going to go ahead and open it to questions you have gary with a raise hand i just want to say one thing about this product that i absolutely am wild about <laughs> and that is the dictionaries um, it's got a, it's got an English dictionary, two of them. It's got a thesaurus and it's got a Webster's English dictionary. But what I absolutely am wild about is the French dictionary, English, wow. French, French, English. It, it saves volumes of Braille. I mean, I have a, I have another one here in Braille that's 30 volumes. So if I can get enough dictionaries like this, I can move into a retirement community because I don't, and it's very, it's a good dictionary. Um, it's got a lot of expressions. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. excellent. And so I wish you had one like you have the sticks. I wish you had one like it in Latin, because then I could really move into a retirement. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want you moving, Gary. It's a very good product. I mean, it, it's it's a wonderful thing for any blind person who uses languages or wants to look words up even in English. It's a you know what? I, I'm one of these guys who barely speaks English goodly. And um, the, the the one thing that I really appreciate is I can just say, um, hey, Google. And, oh, had this not been a, a beta, I hadn't set out the assistant yet, It would actually, I could actually tell it because I've got the Google Translate installed on it. I can actually tell it to translate my conversation into Spanish, into Arabic, into South Korean. I did the other day, and I actually did a demonstration of that on a podcast that's coming out um, from the the SenseCast podcast that uh, Jenny Axler does over there in Korea. And that's going to be podcast episode six, whenever that's ready. Uh, So you can check that out. That's um, you can do that on any computer though. I don't care about that. You can do that on any computer. You don't want a braille dictionary. Amazing. It's it's a portable uh, way of communicating with people face to face on the street in real time. You don't have your computer out you know with you but but i'm saying the the braille dictionary that's something you don't get on any computer yeah it's unique it's great 
and something else it's got too and, and that that by the way used to cost money it used to cost 180 bucks it now just comes free with the braille sense six um it's included and and anybody who wants to uh, study the bible that is a, a an additional add-on and there's actually even a, a pretty decent uh um um, multimedia editing program called Mo Media uh, that's available for like 39 bucks from a company called Natic. They wrote it specifically for the Braille Sense. Hmm. So, any other questions? Thank you so much, Gary, for your for your feedback. Now, I have the mini the mini Sense Braille U Sense, the mini one. Ah, yes, Braille Sense okay. U two mini. Okay, so I think it's about seven years, seven to eight years old now. Sometime. It'll cut off, and I have to push the little button in the back to restart the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, right? And yeah. it's not it's not making the little noise that it used to make. Uh, so do that mean it's time for me to get a new one or what? It's always <laughs> time to get a Braille Sense 6, Ray. Well, yeah, there's no, I mean, we're, you know, the Braille Sense U2 products are very good. Unfortunately, we're just really quickly running out of stock of those. They're great note takers, but they really hit the wall in terms of online services. And, and that's why we went with the um, the Android operating system because of the you know really the the, the open source platform and and uh, you know Google accessibility working with us and such. Um, you know. It, it's worth money. So if, if you want to do a trade-in, I don't know what the trade-in value is going to be when the, the BrailleSense 6 Mini comes out, but I can tell you that the BrailleSense 6 Mini isn't just vapor anymore. You, there's, there was a time when it's like, well, until it's out there, it doesn't exist. Well, I've got one sitting right here on my desk, right next to me right now, and it looks just like the Polaris Mini. Okay. Um, so, so, and so it works. It hasn't come out yet, then. Is that what you're saying? The six. No, it's going to come out in like April. Is this is what we're anticipating? And I might can trade uh, in and trade this in. And well, you know, they, they haven't given they haven't given me the price structure or trade in or anything like that. So that's going to be um, to remain to be seen, but probably. Because I think they're running about. They're going to run right now about six thousand, right? Not the mini. The mini is going to be somewhere in the forty five hundred dollar range, I believe. Oh, no, I'm talking about the six that's coming out. That yeah, the BrailleSense 6 is already out. The 32-cell uh, version of the BrailleSense has been out since last March. Or actually, no, it was announced last March. And they started shipping in, like, May. Um, the 20-cell the version, the mini version, like the one you got, mm-hmm. is coming out in March of this year. Oh, okay. You're saying that's about, that, that's about 45 Okay, yeah, now, like, like, like that now. I, uh, so some reason I can't, I can't reset my, uh, my time on it. You know, I'm having. <laughs> yeah. I guess I can call you or uh, support. Yeah, yeah, call our support folks. They'll, they'll take care of you. They're great. Okay, I love this though. Like Gary said, he loves it for another reason because he's more smarter than me. But I do love this. So I'm, looking <laughs> I, buy, I'm looking to buy a new one then. Thank you. Thank you for your presentation. I don't believe anyone's any smarter than anyone. Everybody's just smart in their own way. <laughs> Thank uh, you. All right. Take care. Thank you. Anybody else? Does the Braille Sense 6 have the Excel viewer that the yes. Polaris had? I, I love it. that. <laughs> I live in yeah, Excel. Now, because of, you know, I've got a, a Office 365 account now, you know, so I get a, a, a terabyte of, of 
storage space. Everybody with a 365 account gets a terabyte. That's crazy. I don't know how they do it. but um, And you get 15 gig on Google Drive and you get whatever you get with Dropbox. But I can go onto my work and they use Google Suites and I can go and um, navigate to a shared folder, go to a spreadsheet, open it right up. Boom, there it is. And um, I didn't have to download it to anything. I just found it on the cloud and opened it up and it, it, it downloads it and opens it. Mm-hmm. In the Excel viewer, of course, mm-hmm. we've also got the, um, the the PowerPoint slideshow viewer, and these are all you know synonymous to the um, you know sheets and slides and um, do, you know doc versus docs <laughs> that kind of stuff. So you can access a lot of stuff on the Braille Sense. Okay, well, thank you so much, Earl. That that's uh, both of those, the Q Braille and the and the BrailleSense 6 are really impressive devices. And uh, and I really appreciate all the work that HIMSS has done to make them, you know, um, so user-friendly and and such really great products. And thank you so much for, for coming and presenting at our convention. We appreciate it. Oh, of course. Thank You're you. very welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Okay. Here. Thanks. Well, since it's 630, um, we had great plans, as I, as I said, during the pre-convention patter, that we were going to have Schwann's. And we tried to get Schwann's last year, and it never happened. They, they just weren't interested. This year, I really thought we had it. Um, we got a, a manager, and he said if they didn't approve it, he would do it himself. And I've called him about five times. <clears throat> and every time I talk to him, he says, oh, I'm, in, I'm unloading a semi-truck, and it's 30 below zero here in this freezer, and, and I'll call you back in an hour, I promise. Well, the last time he said that, I said, never mind. We'll do it ourselves. I, I don't suffer fools gladly and and um if you trying to jerk me around like that i'm not going to be happy so what we're going to do we're going to see how this works we're going to talk about our experiences we, we can talk about how the fact this schwans wouldn't come to our meeting but we can talk about ordering food and this is going to be an interactive thing i don't want it to be the jane show okay um but we're going to talk about the various companies that we've dealt with and what food we liked. I, I, I love food. I really do. <clears throat> Schwann's or, or uh, American Frozen Food or who I had a delightful conversation with yesterday um, or Omaha Steaks or uh, any of those kinds of things. Um, I'll start off, I guess, to get everybody warmed up and ready. Um, I, I order from Schwann's. Um, I very much enjoy Schwann's. Um, I, 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 they have a great variety. They started out in 1950 something. And um, Mr. Schwann, I, I was Marvin Schwann. I think it was, I read about him on Wikipedia. I told him, if you don't do this presentation, I'm going to go on Wikipedia and I'll do it myself. But I forgot to go on Wikipedia today. Um, but he started selling ice cream. His family ran an ice cream place. And so we started selling ice cream and they still do sell ice cream and it's delicious ice cream um, of various flavors. And, but now they've expanded. Um, there's, there's steaks and there's roast with gravy and there's, 
uh, all sorts of fish and there's chicken, uh, breaded things and unbreaded things and, and, oh, shrimp. And right now shrimp is on sale. Um, and they have all sorts of vegetable medleys. There's a, a California blend, which is broccoli, cauliflower, and carrots. And there's Normandy blend, which is the same as California blend, except it's got zucchini in it. Um, they have breakfast bowls. They have breakfast sausage skillet. They have baked uh, uh, French toast sticks and waffles and pancakes and deluxe ham and cheese omelets and um, oh uh, entrees. Um, there's a chicken home style chicken bake. Um, it's like a big pot pie. Um, there's there's oh there's hundreds of items. Um, and how Schwann's works, you can call them or you can go on the website or you can go on the app and you can order what you want. And when you set up your account, they will give you a time every other week, which is your day and your time and your, your Schwann's driver will come in his big refrigerated truck and he will deliver right to your little hand at your door he will deliver your food that you have ordered. And you can always say, you know, I forgot to order um, chocolatey minis. They're little, little, I got to order those for Monday. They're little ice cream, like, like they're size of a big thumb and they have dark chocolate around them. They're really good. Um, so um, I'm going to order those for Monday. Um, so, but the people um, on the, I usually order over the phone and and they're really, um, it's a good, good company to deal with. I'm not so much on their corporate right now, but <laughs> I never forgive people, but, <laughs> but, but I do enjoy their food. Um, they have these wonderful new, new, uh, things. It's a apple blossom. It's like petals of pastry and inside there's these apples, sliced apples and there's cinnamon and sugar on the top and you bake them or you can put them in the air fryer and they are really good. So, um, and they have those things that risk it. Go ahead. Yeah. One of the things I was going to, I was jump in and say that I was really pleased. One of the things you, I need to stay away from. You're right. Is the ice cream. They have really, really good ice cream, really good stuff. Ice cream cones and ice cream sandwiches and big pints and quarts and, um, cappuccino gelato. Um, All of so that is, is I'm getting good. hungry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Um, the, uh, the what I've liked though is also this the uh, salmon fillets. Uh, salmon. Had, they have marinated salmon and regular unmarinated salmon. They have all sorts of fish things and pork chops and hamburger patties. And I'm looking seeing what's in my freezer right now. Um, so um, bacon, <clears throat> bacon, um, all the things that you shouldn't be eating. Um, so, um, sausage. Um, so, so that is Schwann's. Um, and, um, again, I like Schwann's because they deliver directly to you. Um, the next one that I used to use. The other thing though, on the Schwann's Schwann's also that one is that you can get, uh, the, when they package it, uh, they can be packaged. You're breaking up a little bit. 
everything is packaged separately. And so uh, you can cut off one chicken breast if you want. It's so much easier when you're trying to grill this one thing or whatever. How does it do on the as far as reading barcodes? Uh, You pull a package out. If you have the new update from Envision America, I think they added Schwann's barcodes to to that um that update but if you go on the website um each item each item has an item number and if you search for that item number or whatever um the instructions the cooking instructions are there on the website so you can you can get all your instructions i have a spreadsheet they're going like i said before i i live on excel so I have a spreadsheet of hundreds of of Schwann's items that I have ordered, and um, and I have the item numbers and the cooking instructions and all that stuff. So and the um, other thing for us new cooks who are in the, trying to learn how to do all this stuff, they'll give you microwave instructions, they'll give you oven instructions, uh, you know, certain different ways to to uh, to cook whatever you're doing or on the grill, and so. Uh, two or three different ways. And so that's really helpful if you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to cook the different, particularly the different meats. Yeah. I bet if you didn't have access to the web, I bet you could call the the phone number and um, I bet they would tell you how to cook a certain thing. They would look it up for you. They're very nice people. So that's Schwann's. <clears throat> the other one that I used to use, and I'll tell you in a minute why I stopped is Omaha Steaks. Um, they, they have a a very, uh, large sales force and they call you, Uh, if you've ordered from them, they will call you every, every few weeks and, and see if you want to order anything. Um, the problem with Omaha steaks, their food is similar, I think to, to Schwann's, but they ship. Um, they don't bring them to your door. They ship them in these styrofoam containers, which it's fine, but then you got to figure out what to do with the styrofoam container. Uh, you got to break it up and throw it in the trash. And that was more trouble than I wanted to do. Um, so, but the food is, is similar. Um, um, the website is, is accessible, I think. Um, and, and, uh, the, the people are very friendly and very helpful. So, I, I enjoyed um, working with them. I just didn't like disposing of those containers. And there are only so many styrofoam containers you can give to your friends. After a while, they see you coming and they run because they don't want another styrofoam container. So anyway, um, the other one that I used to use, well, um, Pat and I, when, when we were together, we used um, American frozen food. And this was a really cool one. And I I didn't even know whether they still existed until yesterday. I called to see um, whether they were still around because I was, what are we going to do? We can't talk about Schwann's for a half an hour. So um, I called them and they're just as delightful as they were then. Um, They have the same kind of food. They have the steaks and they have the pork chops and they have the ground beef and the ground turkey and the fish and the and the vegetables and the entrees and the everything and the desserts and everything, just like Schwann's does. Um, and it works a little bit different at the American frozen food. 
um, you choose a menu. You don't get like with Schwann's and, and Omaha steaks, you, you find out that your box of strip steaks is $34.95 or whatever. You know how much each one costs. But with American frozen food, and I really don't like this too much, but that you buy a menu and it gives you a certain number of points with this menu and say maybe a, a box of strip steaks is 20 points. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but you spend your points and you order your six months or however long it's going to take you to use up all this menu of food. You order all of it all at once. And if you live on the East coast, they will deliver it to you and put it in your freezer, which I like because I, in my, I have a 16 cubic foot freezer and I have a chicken shelf and I have a beef shelf and I have a entree shelf and I have a fish shelf. So I want everything put in the right shelf so that I don't have to figure out, you know, oh, well, I thought I was going to have pork chops, but this is ground beef. So I guess that's what I'll have today. Um, So Pat, you've done that, Um, but but, um, you, you call them on the phone and they will order, do your order for you over the phone and they'll schedule you a time and they will deliver your food on the East coast. They deliver in person, but the rest of the country, they will ship. I think they use FedEx or something. I'm not sure there again, you've got those stupid containers. So I'm glad I live on the East coast. Um, but they're very delightful people. Um, and you can get different sizes of menu depending on, uh, how many are in your household. The good thing about, um, American frozen food is that they sell different merchandise that you can buy. And when you buy them, it, it gives you a lifetime discount on your food. So like if you buy the vacuum cleaner that they sell, it gives you maybe a five or 10% discount. If you buy their freezer, it gives you a certain discount. If we bought a a crock pot um, and that gives you a discount. So I was very pleased to find out yesterday with all the stuff that we bought, um, I have a 40% discount on my food from American frozen food. So uh, my freezer is very full right now. Um, so when it gets emptier, I'm going to think about going back to American frozen food and ordering some more, um, some another menu of their food. So um, does anybody, anybody want to chime in with, please somebody chime in um, <laughs> about any places they've ordered food from? Hello, everybody. Oh, she hey. uses fresh direct and they don't deliver to me. Well, <laughs> okay. I, I was going to ask, Jane, so um, Schwann's is strictly frozen food, right? Yes, it is. So no fresh food. And no, no, okay. no, it's all frozen. And it's every two weeks? It, I mean, that seems Well, no, you don't have to. Um, they, that's your delivery day. My delivery time is, is every other Monday at from 3 from to three. 6 or something. But you don't have to order. Um, if you're driver gets to know you, he might stop by and say, hi, I'm here. Did you want anything? But you don't have to order uh, at uh-huh. all if you don't want to. Um, so, so it's just up I could, to you. Because I could see needing frozen food like that maybe every month or two, but not every two You could two do weeks. that. You could do that. Yeah, okay. it's very flexible. 
Um, you can order if you want to. You don't have to. Good ice cream, though, huh? It's very good ice cream. Oh, ice yes. Cream. It's very recommend good. recommend the fudge cream. ripple. Yeah. Mm. And there's one, Somebody there's a Rocky Road me, one or something. Rocky Road, that's, no, that's what I got. Rocky Road. Somebody said they yeah. like banana, no, no bananas or something like that. like that. No, no, no. But I like the cappuccino gelato. I really do. Mm. Those chocolate minis are fun too. Oh, those chocolatey minis are good. <laughs> and we looked on the box and it said a serving size was seven. And I eat one a day. I don't eat seven. <laughs> so then you can feel so virtuous. Yeah, I can. I can. How cool is that? How cool that's, is that? that's not how I do it. It's like where's that other quart of ice cream? <laughs> well, I, I do use I do use Fresh Direct, and there was a problem for a little while with the website, but that seems to be better now. And of course, I've used Instacart. Um, the good thing with both of them is you can actually call them directly, and the person you talk to, if you're having any problems with the website, they will just place the order for you. And I really like that about both of them mm-hmm. so uh which is good so but i'll have and schwann's is, is s-c-h-w-a-n-s um the uh-huh. phone okay. number is oh i don't have it yeah oh i'm not okay. gonna remember it i well, can just move it well for the podcast is 888 i'm sitting here eating my veggie burritos <laughs> thinking oh, finally of ice cream <laughs> um the phone numbers for these three places oh uh, i've got them right here so i might as well do it um okay. Schwann's is 888-724-9267. American Frozen Food is 800-233-5554. And Omaha Steaks is 1-800-811-7832. And so, um, so there. And having they're... gone to Omaha last year and actually gone to a restaurant, I think it was called Omaha Steaks. I don't remember. No. Anyway, they were good. So I can vouch for Omaha Steaks. Wonderful. Went all the okay. way out there to try one. So it was good. Yeah. Was good. The food is, is pretty similar. Like Omaha Steaks also has what they call apple tartlets. And they're very similar to the the apple blossom things from Schwann's. And I was always wondering, is there a copyright on, I mean, can you plagiarize food? Um, I mean, is it okay that Schwann sells something that's exactly the same as something that Omaha Steak sells if they call it a different name? I don't know. I don't I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Are there any other hands? Okay, Miss Patsy. Yeah, uh, you guys are lucky, those of you that have Schwann's drivers, because we don't anymore. Mm. So I have to put up with those darn coolers. Oh, I know. That's terrible. So, Unfortunately, yeah. we don't have a driver anymore. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. I have gotten from Omaha Steaks as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. but the Schwann's people are great. You know? <clears throat> order I order over the phone because I'm lazy. I do that. No, it's not lazy. I do it too. I always call on the I'm phone. I'm not anymore. tech savvy uh, as I as much as I should be, I suppose. But I don't have the patience. So, what so kind of food do you like from Schwann's? Talking to people is more fun. Kind, yeah, kind. absolutely. Uh, what I do like you order this. from Schwann's that you like? Oh, my God. Um, mm. I like the sausage, egg, and cheese uh, biscuits. Oh, those are good. Um, <laughs> the, the breakfast bowls are good. Like Those said. breakfast bowls are so good. They are good. Man, they're good. I like the, We like the pancakes, mm-hmm. um, waffles, Yep. Um, the sausages, the... Um, 
those little, what are they called, Harvey? The, the little sausages? Turkey sausage. Turkey sausage, yeah. Oh, good. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and the country sausages, the patties are good, too. I don't, oh, I don't think we've ever tried those. Oh, those are really good. We like the pre-made cheeseburgers, um, the uh, pot pies, and the baked macaroni and cheese, family size, when we can get it. Home-style chicken bake. That's good. I've got one in the freezer now. The meat yep. and four cheese lasagna is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a vegetable Alfredo that I really like. Uh, it's very good. And uh, I like the yogurt bars, uh, fruit bars. Um, they have some good fish, too, actually. Yeah, they do have some good fish. I like and the marinade. I, I also salmon. get their cheese, you know, the sliced cheese. That's good. Mm-hmm. They have cheese? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. The pack of cheese, you know, sliced I cheese. I did not good. know that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You guys, you Wonderful. must have a big, big freezer to put all that good food in. That you want. Yeah, I'm lucky good. enough to have one. Yep. That's <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's mine is oh, the, the, uh, the pre-made cheeseburgers are good, too. They're not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. So, are there any other are, hands? Some of the things we get. So. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yay, Schwanz. Any other hands? I uh, I have used shipped, and I kind of find they're kind of mediocre. Uh, they order from different stores, you know, different grocery stores on whatever lists are in your area. And uh, sometimes if you get a nice rep, they'll place the order. But customarily, they'll say, no, we can't do that. Yeah. And it is a paid service, too. Okay. Any other? Yes. Hello, Jane. Hi. Hey, Barbie. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Glad you made it. Thanks. Well, um, I ordered from QVC their specialty stuff. Like they would have the um, crab cakes. Oh. And um, the fish things. Mm -hmm. I mean, the salmon and everything. And then up near where I live in the Kentlands, they have an Omaha in the Kentlands, mm. but they still can ship it to you because I've had them ship it to me in those lovely containers you love. I can bring <laughs> you some if you want me to. <laughs> and then um, when my husband was still here, he had gone out front in a house, in front of the house, and I guess one of those Swanson trucks was out there, and the people convinced him, and he comes in the house and tells me he ordered $500 worth <gasps> of meat. Oh no! Huh. And I don't see anything. Yeah. And and they come in and they pack your refrigerator and they and they were all individual. Yeah, that's really good about Individual packaging. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at, and my husband is bouncing off the wall. Oh, look at all this meat I ordered! It's only five hundred dollars. And it took us almost two years for him to eat all that. (laughs) So that's my experience with that. That's great. I love food. I get real excited when food comes, you know, Instacart or, or Schwann's or anybody. I get real excited. I'm standing at the door. I'm waiting. He's coming soon. Oh, goody food is coming. So I get, I get really excited. So. Yeah. The reason Barbie for that, to take all that meat and that was sort of unexpected. (laughs) Yeah, luckily, luckily we did. We had a um a refrigerator out on the deck. We had one mm-hmm. in the basement and one on the on the outside deck, like a patio and a deck well, that's in, good. in the basement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good. Glad mm. you enjoyed all that good food. 
Yeah. Right. Any other hands? Hi, everyone. My name good. Is I'm glad you make it. I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, a little bit. Um, oh, good. I was wondering if you could give out the phone numbers again, please. I didn't have okay. my quarter read. Sure. Thank you. Um, American Frozen Food is 1-800-233-5554. Schwann's is 888-724-9267. Omaha Steaks is 800-811-7832. And I have one more, maybe you know by heart, grocery by phone? Grocery by phone, yes. We had last year um, grocery by phone who will help you do your Instacart order. Um, 301 Two seven two 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 zero zero, and the good thing about him is not only will he do your order for you, put it in, but then when they start shopping for you and they say we don't have what you wanted, we have this though, take a look, and they send you a picture. And it drives me out of my mind. Right, and you so, so uh, he he um he looks at he follows along and he can tell me what the picture is and and I can he's a go between between me and the picture taking. A shopper. So that's grocery by phone and he will help you all over the country. Um, so um, that's, that's a really good thing. Very much a concierge service, but it's not yes. expensive. And uh, no. what I like is I can just mail him my grocery list and he will figure out what store it goes to put the order in and off we go. So any other hands person, real quick, because it's getting to be seven o'clock. Actually, no, we do not. Okay. Well, you know what? It's door prize time. It is door prize time. So Sandra Sermons, I see you here. I think you are muted with your hand raised. There you are. Good. Okay. We're going to do two two door prizes. Okay. So welcome to our wonderful convention. Um, Our first door prize is a $25 gift card for Starbucks. I'm just writing that down. Um, Being a Starbucks fan, Sandra, I know you're going to be sad to see that one go away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Amazon, give me a random number between 1 and 104. Here's a number between 1 and 104. It's 103. 103. Wow. That is Eugene Batke from Clearwater, Florida. There you go. Congratulations. I will will, uh, give you his information. And one more for now. Okay. Um, The next prize is some resistance bands. They're used for exercising. Okay. I hope Leslie wins those. Amazon, give me a random number between one and 104. Here's a number between 1 and 104. It's 61. 61. 61 is Penny Reader. Penny, congratulations. Okay, Yay. Okay, I'll, I'll be back that. with more later. Bye. Okay, thank you. Bye for now. You're welcome. Okay. Yay. I love door prizes. Yay. I never win them, but, you know. Okay. Want another door prize? Well, yeah, let's do another door prize. Okay. Um, so next we have 
a CD called On Your Feet, which is the story of Emilio and Gloria Estefan of the Miami Sound Machine. Oh, oh my. Oh. <laughs> I want that. I want that. Okay, here we go. Here we go, God. Amazon. Give me a number, <laughs> random number. No, Ruthie, it's mine. It's mine, Ruthie. Oh, no. Oh, yes. 102. <laughs> that is Cache Wells from uh, All right, congratulations. Florida. I know where Cache is from, member of the BLP. Congratulations, Cache. Yes. Let's do one more. Why not? Okay, so an ornament from the National Susan B. Anthony House, which is located in Rochester, New York. Oh, it's an ornament from the Susan B. Susan Anthony. B. Anthony House in Rochester. Okay, Rochester, New York. Yeah. Okay. Amazon. Give me a random number between 1 and 104. Here's a number between 1 and 104. 11. 11. 11 is Andy Burstein uh, from okay. Accessible Pharmacy Services. Congratulations, Andy. Fantastic. I'm sure he's not here. Um, they did a really nice presentation today about uh, uh, breast cancer in, in uh, uh, you know, information for blind people. So it is seven o'clock or a little bit thereafter. And that means, Pat, you're going to introduce our Braille Writer Repair. Yes, thank you very much. This has been somebody that I have been very uh, interested in getting to know. Uh, Kirk for, Walter. For our host, uh, it's Kirk Walter. I don't know whether he's on the he panel. He sure is. Okay, uh, good. He, at least I heard him join, so hopefully he will be unmuted in the second. Uh, I enjoyed talking to Kurt, uh, learning about is. the Brailler Repair Service. It is uh, the name of the company, which I thought was fascinating, was Gunpowder River Brailler Services. And Kurt, talk to us about your story, how you got started, what you do, and a little bit about services that you offer, not only for Maryland, but I guess you can go nationwide. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Uh, first of all, I would like to ask all the panelists, please, please raise your right hand and repeat after me. <laughs> what? I pledge that mm -hmm. I will always, you with me? Yes. I don't I hear always. You. I will always what? Okay, I pledge that I will always cover my Braille writer when it's not in use. I will pledge that I will always cover my Braille writer when it's not in use. And it does have its cover on it right now. All right. That's, that's wonderful it because it's amazing the problems we get into because people don't bother covering up the Braille writers. Uh, my challenge from Pat when he called, which was a complete surprise, but uh, most appreciated, was to tell you about myself, and I'm going to try and get through that rather quickly and get to the, the meat of the topic here. Um, first of all, uh, several years ago, I wrote a book called Boat Goat, Memories of Pine Island Sound. I was a tour boat captain at that time. And um, 
I I said, I'm not going to write this in first person, second person, third person. I'm going to write it in chat person. And uh, so I would like everybody just to sit back, pretend that we're sitting by a fireplace or air conditioner, depending on where you live, and uh, just relax. I don't have a prepared speech. I just want to chat with you about uh, what uh, the challenges were that issued to me. Uh, first of all, why the name Gunpowder River Brailler Services? Well, I live in the Gunpowder River. And he said, well, where did that name come from? And I thought, I don't have an answer for that. But in 1665, a guy by the name of uh, James Denton discovered saltpeter along the banks of the Gunpowder River. And saltpeter is uh, very important to the making of gunpowder. So he named the river Gunpowder. And I guess there weren't that many people around to argue with him about it. Um, I'm called Grandpa Kirk, Dad, Captain Kirk, Mr. Kirk, and on occasion here at the house, Honey. Doesn't always work, but uh, it does uh, get the job done. How did I get started in working with blind children and adults? That happened when I was in an industrial arts program at the State University of New York at uh, Swingo, uh, Lake Ontario, very cold, very snowy. And um, I saw, I was in the summer program and saw several kids driving go-karts around the track and an adult behind each one shouting directions. So I asked one of my teachers, what's this about? And he says, oh, those kids are all blind and those are industrial arts teachers that teach blind kids. And I thought, oh, now, that sounds pretty exciting. So I did student teaching at the Industrial Home for the Blind in Queens, New York. I believe it's uh, called Helen Keller Institute now. Um, I got three educations during that nine weeks. One was I, with IHB. The other was living at the Queens YMCA. And the third one was being in, going down into Manhattan several nights a week, just bumming around, looking around, and not spending any money. Um, I, my background then went on to Connecticut, where I taught industrial arts to high school boys when I suggested that girls ought to be in the class. The principal said, we don't do that. And I thought, uh, I think I'm going to become a principal so we can straighten some of this stuff out. Little did I realize at that point in my life how difficult it was for a principal to get things straightened out. Um, I then went on to Illinois and worked in a uh, regional special ed program, then went to Maryland at uh, the school for the blind there and was the assistant superintendent. Um, then went on to um, New Mexico, became the superintendent there, and finally ended up at a uh, public school, school district in New York State. It's all very exciting stuff. Um, when I was at Connecticut, I taught machine metal, bench metal, electricity, power mechanics, and we dabbled in uh, ceramics just a little bit. And probably the most important thing I felt was the teaching of home repairs, because I can save any of us 
quite a bit of money if we're willing to do it and have some knowledge in that area. I've been an auto mechanic, um, a teacher, a principal, assistant superintendent, superintendent, and uh, most importantly for our purposes, a braille writer technician. Um, I have a private pilot's license, a 100,000 pound or 100 ton um, captain's license for uh, boats. And I have a sailing auxiliary uh, endorsement that goes along with that. Hobbies include flying, crashing, I should say, uh, remote control model airplanes, um, archery, and I'm rebuilding a one-horse open sleigh, which is taking a lot longer than I wanted it to. And the greatest hobby of all right now is repairing braille writers. My wife says for what I make doing that, we need to call it a hobby and not employment. So I say, okay, we'll do that. Um, Let's get on to the important part, the chat part, really, about this amazing little 10-pound, 11-pound miracle that has over 750 parts to it. Um, some of those parts appear only once, like the bottom board, um, the backboard, some of those things. And some of them appear as many as 11 times. Those are usually certain screws. Um, there's 20 different kinds of screws. There's um, the smallest one is a hex screw. And I don't know whether folks know what that is or not, but you have to use an Allen wrench to turn it rather than a uh, flat blade or Phillips screwdriver. The um, My wife doesn't care for it, but I describe this as being about the size of a mouse dropping because that's about what it's shaped like. That's about how long and how big in diameter it is. It's very small, very difficult to handle. Uh, There's nine different kinds of washers. There's um, 17 different kinds of springs. And there are five kinds of nuts. And one particular nut costs $5. Uh, Braille writer parts are not cheap by any means. Uh, fortunately, every once in a while, we get a writer that uh, has really finally reached the end of its time for a variety of reasons. And people say, well, rather than charging me for this, would you just take it? And I say, sure, because I know there's a gold mine in there of parts that I'm going to be able to use. Um the Braille writer, the cla- what we call the classic Braille writer, is the one that most people use. There's an electric Braille writer, and the big difference there is that there's a solenoid switch that uh, is actuated when you hit the space bar and when you push a key. There's a jumbo Braille writer, which I just worked on, and I've got it on eBay for sale. Um, that is uh, $830. 
There's a, the electric, by the way, is 1,030. And there's a unimanual or one-handed Braille writer. And that's also 830. The history of the Braille writer uh, goes far uh, distant than the classic Braille writer that we're accustomed to. Um, But a guy by the name of David Abraham was a gardener at the Perkins School for the Blind. And one day the superintendent was observing in meticulous way that this guy was um, tending to the gardens and called him in and said, how would you like to teach in the boys' wood shop? Uh, And he said, sure, I guess, or yes, or whatever he said, but he, he did it. And the more that the superintendent observed this guy, he says, I have a challenge for you. The Braille writers that we currently have do not work well. They don't last long. How about designing something new? And sometimes this is the best way to go about doing things is to find somebody who knows nothing about it and who seems to have good man, good good mind, good hands, etc. And uh, let him loose and see what they can do. And he did. He uh, took him a while. I don't know how on earth he ever did this now that I see all the parts. And quite often, it only takes one little screw, one little spacer, one little uh, nut or bolt or whatever to make the machine not function. So it's there's no parts in there that are not critical to the machine. The first machine was sold in 1952-53, somewhere back in there. It was ready quite a while before that, but with the advent of World War II, uh, all those kinds of things came to a halt. I did work on a Braille writer that was among the first 4,000 produced. Uh, the paint over the top where the person kept putting their hands in order to check the Braille had worn down to the bare metal after all those years. Um, some people say, okay, how much do you charge? Well, uh, I'm right up front and say for the standard cleaning adjustment and everything is $100. And some people say, gee, that's a lot of money. Well, yes, $100 is a lot of money. But uh, I'm lucky if I make $10 an hour, and usually it's far below that. Well, why do you do this then? Well, for one thing, it really helps to stimulate the mind trying to figure out what the problems are with these little machines. Um, Another, somebody needs to do it. The guy before me uh, retired for reasons of health, and everybody said, well, who are we going to get to do this? And my wife said, sit on your hands, sit on your hands, sit on your hands. And I said, I'd like to get that a shot. And uh, so it, it just went on from there. And uh, so somebody needed to do it. And um, again, it's it's part hobby, but part moneymaker, not a lot of money, but, um, but it sure stimulates the mind. The uh, technical training takes place at Perkins School for the Blind, last two weeks. And... Um, 
it's it's expensive because you have to get there in the first place. And some people came from Australia, some from France. Uh, there are a wide variety of folks there. And then you have to get your own housing and food and everything else. So it takes a while to get that back. My understanding, and I don't know this factually, is that the American Printing House for the Blind charges 150 and that's plus parts. Most expensive part is probably the drum, which goes to width of the uh, machine, and it's where your paper is wound up around this drum uh, to keep it inside the machine. Where do machines come from? Pat said, well, I've had them from St. Thomas, South Dakota. Uh, just did one from Louisiana. In fact, it was a second one from the same person from Louisiana. Uh, New York, Illinois, and, of course, living here in Maryland. I get quite a few from Maryland. The um, How do you get them? Aren't they expensive to mail? No, they are not expensive to mail. Uh, and any post office that tells you that there's a charge for mailing, they, you need to see the supervisor because it's mailed free matter for the blind. Um, so, but the, the cost that I recommend people pay is for insurance. That's the second hurdle that the post office has. Because they say, well, you have to pay for the postage in order to get the insurance. That is not true. Again, you need to see the supervisor. This lady from Louisiana went to three different post offices before she would find somebody that would talk to her and look it up on the uh, computer. Because I went to our local post office and said, please show me what you look at when I mail free matter for the blind and insure and she did. She showed me step by step what had to take place. This lady got her, finally got a third postmaster to say, sure, we'll do that for you. So that's good. Um, what have you found in the machines? Well, a wide variety of things from sunflower uh, seed shells to, oops, ended up even be some uh, sunflower seeds in there. And then this is where I wish that I had been wearing rubber gloves because that's when I realized how they got there was by way of the mouths who left its droppings behind. Um, so now I kind of look the machine over carefully before really getting inside and seeing what's going on. One of the things that I urge people to do is to, um, other than covering machines, is not to only use Braille paper. I had one machine where uh, the lady uh, had very nicely Brailled on her Christmas cards, and they had glitter on there. And uh, the glitter ended up in the machine, which wasn't that bad. But I put it in my five-gallon tank at the time of cleaner, and that's when I realized, thank goodness, I was at the end of the run, a particular uh, tankful, because the glitter would float to the surface, and that ruined it from any further cleaning in that tank. And it also helped to spread it around to the rest of the Braille writer. So please cover your machine. 
only use Braille paper. If you want to put a Braille note in that Christmas card or whatever, fine. We'll put it on Braille paper if you would, please. Um, how do you find a certified technician? And I can send this to Pat later, but it's pretty simple. It's all lowercase, brailler.perkins.org. And on that site, there's a wealth of information, including Braille writer technicians, their level of certification, um, but technicians all over the world, uh, not just the United States, Australia, Japan, every, all over the place. Didn't see any from Russia, but we'll leave that alone. Um, there's also on that site a video for level one people. This is do it yourself. I didn't start timing this, so I don't give me a little warning when I'm my time is up, please. Um, Actually, it's twenty five of, so maybe about five more minutes, and then and then wrap it up. That should do it. That should do it. Um, so, in there, there's both the video and uh, the written text for how people can clean their own Braille writers. Whatever you do, if you start to take a Braille writer apart, do not take the end plates off. You're going to be in for a world of hurt, and I don't think you'll ever get it back together. Um, Continuing education. We have a um, get-together of about 45, I think we're up to 50 technicians now that have graduated from Perkins, it's a, we try to get a monthly bulletin out, and in there, people can contribute things that they've found, questions that they have. Um, it's just a way of having continuing ed. Personal conversations. I have a person that I consider to be my mentor, and uh, I call him on a regular basis to say, have you had this? Have you had that? And sometimes it's a yes, sometimes it's a no. We have held a few workshops here at my home where we had people from Illinois, Maryland, naturally, and New York State attend. And uh, we spent a day going over various problems that people had. Um, I'm in the process, a long process. I said I'd never write anything again, but I'm writing a manual that's aimed at a, a blind technician. Uh, it's a difficult task, but it can be done. Uh, I'll jump right to the end of this. Uh, the eBay, um, purchasing a, a machine on eBay. Uh, be very careful. You can ask questions. I had a person send a question to me today. and um, But I have also cleaned several uh, eBay machines because when people got them they, they didn't work properly i'm not against it i'm all for it naturally or i wouldn't put my own machines on there but you have to be careful uh, a quick run through of what happens from the time you push the key until the dot appears on the paper you push the key down which you may not have noticed or maybe you did that the space our key also goes down at the same time. So there's two actions taking place. One is getting ready for the next cell. The other is sending the dot on its way. And it's like electricity. It's instantaneous. 
So it's Braille, Braille uh, keypad down to the lever, down to one of these little hex pins, cross another lever, another hex pin, and then up to a cam, which raises up, it's laying flat, raises up, and that pushes on the bottom of the stylus, the stylus goes up, punches the uh, braille dot, that's how, and and when you uh, let up on the key, the other thing that happens is, is that the space bar does its thing and sends the uh, carriage over to the next cell. Um, so that's, I hope I've shared at least some of what you wanted tonight. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity. And Pat, I'll send you those addresses if you want them and uh, people can get them from you or however you do your thing. All right. Thanks Thanks Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Braille writers are, I have three. And and one of them I've had since I was six years old, and that was a long time ago. Um, but braille writers are extremely important. Um, I I couldn't I couldn't function without my braille writers, and it's always a tribulation trying to figure, oh my god, it's broken. Where should I send it? So I was very happy to hear this presentation, and uh, it makes me feel really good that we have somebody right here in Maryland. I know that the, when the selective doctor when he retired. Um, that was the other Braille writer repair that we used to have. And so I'm very happy that you're here and you're doing Braille writer repair. So it well, makes me feel got, good. We've got at least four people that I can think of right off the top of my head. And I'll send their uh, names and their Wonderful. email addresses to Pat. Great. Thank you. Thank All you, right. sir. That's you so very much. good. Appreciate it. Okay. Good luck with your conference. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So far, it's going fine. Oh, worth some wood I can knock on. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. It's it's a little bit past 7.30. And Glenda, do you want to introduce the Sensi um, uh, presentation? Yeah. Hi. Hey, hi. Hello, everybody. I would like to introduce um, Angela Talley and Rhonda. Um, Rhonda Trot. Rhonda Trot. Sorry about that. Welcome to um to our convention, and and we look forward to hearing what you have for us. Thank you. All right. So thank y'all for having us on. Um, I'm Angela Talley, and I'm with Cincy. And Rhonda's gonna just we're gonna kind of have a little conversation and talk about some Cincy products that that I love as a Cincy consultant, and that Rhonda loves. And um, and then we're just going to just share with you guys what some of our favorite scents are and some of our favorite products. And hopefully it's informational and uh, hopefully y'all enjoy it. And uh, just let us know if y'all have any questions. So uh, Rhonda and I were talking and Rhonda has some favorite scents that she really likes. And I'm going to let her tell you about her scents that she likes. And then I'll tell you a couple. Maybe of you should describe like. what Scentsy is first. Um you know, oh, what is Yes, it? absolutely. You do. <clears throat> so for those of you who don't know, Scentsy is an alternative to candles. It's a wickless, flameless, no smoke, no soot, 
fragrance for your home, for your car. Um, they even have a laundry line. So we've got uh, laundry detergent, washer with, which is basically like the little beads that you would put in your, like the, what are they called? Um, unstoppables that you can buy in the, in the stores. Since mm -hmm. has their own line of that, it's just like a little fine powdery um, that you can put in there and it boosts the scent of your clothing. Um, we've got warmers, we've got the wax, all kinds of different scents, um, diffusers and the oils to go with that. We've got car bars, room sprays. So, I mean, we have anything that you could want to make your home smell better, to make your clothes smell better. There's even a pet product line. So we've got um, pet shampoos, dog detangling sprays, dog deodorizing sprays. Um, and so it's, it's a much safer alternative to burning candles for some people. Um, one of the things that Rhonda brought up earlier, Rhonda, you want to chime in here? Uh, yeah, but I don't remember what I brought up. Oh, but, but you were talking about what, being safer than, than candles? It, yes. What I like about Scentsy is the fact that you can uh, leave the can Scentsy on and it be safe and you don't have to have the flame from candles. Uh, being somebody that's visually impaired, uh, I love candles, but Scentsy is a much better alternative for me. and. I love the different fragrances. I love the different warmers that you can get. Um, I change my warmers for seasons. Now, you know, a lot of folks might not want to do that, but it, but I love it. I, I do Christmas, fall, spring, and then some that just stick around year round. So. And then Rhonda was saying that she has one in every room. And I said, me too. Every room in my house, I have a warmer. I actually have two in my kitchen because um, I have like mason jars and like a lot of that kind of stuff in my kitchen, kind of the farmhouse. And um, so I found two mason jars on the Sensei catalog. And I was like, oh, I like them both. I don't know which one I like better. So I ordered them both. And I have both of them in my kitchen. So, um, and so you can find them that'll go with your decor. And so you can you can add a warmer to your living room that goes with your decor in the room, living room. I was telling Rhonda, I found one a couple of years ago that matched perfectly to my rug. It's the same design that's on my rug and the same color. So I was like, I have to buy that. It matches my rug. So, um, and then I have more, like we have one in our bedroom, we have one in our spare room. So we literally have a warmer in every room. And Rhonda was saying she does as well. And I don't go quite the stream of changing my warmers out, you know, every season. I do have a couple of Christmas ones that I'll bring out and I'll put those in my living room usually at Christmas time. And I just add those to my living room. I don't move my warmers that I have in there. I just add those to a different spot in my living room. Um, but then since Rhonda, what, what's your favorite? What's your point? Well, um, in the winter, my favorite is peppermint. They have the best peppermint scent there is. And another thing Angela and I were talking about before we start talking about scents, is if you have to be careful what you buy, 
because a lot of census that is out on the market, they do not last as long as the census fragrances. Because and when you turn your um, warmers off and they the the liquid hardens back up with Scentsy. When you turn it back on, you get a good fragrance. A lot of the I've tried products that are on the just everyday market, and the fragrance once those have been burned for a little bit. Um, they're not as good, not as strong, and uh, I'm going to tell you some things I like, but Angela, let's don't forget to tell them about what you told me about why it, the difference is when in the different warmers, too, that makes the difference. Yeah, so one of the reasons that, as Rhonda was talking about, with the when you turn it off and turn it back on, and sometimes the scent's not quite there, the difference is since he burns, they're warmers they warm at a much lower temperature than your typical warmer that you're going to buy at some other like some other stores and so um, i've had those warmers and i've had those warmers in my home and left them on i leave my sensi warmers on 24 7. some people turn them off that's fine it's a personal preference some people will still tell you oh it's not safe you shouldn't do that i have not had a problem knock on wood i've never had an issue um I leave my warmers on 24-7. Every single one that's in my house stays on. Mm. I I can go walk up to my warmer right now that's been on, and I can touch it. I can put my hands around it. It is not hot to the touch. I've had warmers in the past that I've bought at other places that I've walked up and touched them, and they will burn you. If I put my finger in the wax or accidentally get the wax on me, it has Slightly burn my finger. I can stick my finger in the Scentsy wax and hold it there, and it will not burn. It's safer for your pet, safer for children, because if a child accidentally knocks over a Scentsy warmer and that wax gets on them, it is not going to burn them. They may cry from the shock of it, but that wax is not going to burn a child. It's not going to burn an animal. So, um, so they warm at a much lower temperature, and therefore it, they are safer. Um, and but that's also part of the reason that they last a little bit longer is because they're warming at that lower temperature, where other brands of warmers are warming at a higher temperature. They're actually burning the wax, where Scentsy warmers just warm it to the to the temperature that it takes to throw the scent. So um, we were. Rhonda mentioned. Go ahead, Rhonda. Go ahead. Now I was going to say. So Rhonda mentioned peppermint during during Christmas. Um, I also really like the peppermint. I love that one. Um, my mother every year right before Christmas, she usually calls me and she says, "Hey, I need about six bars of, and I can't remember the exact name of it right now, but it's something pine." And it basically smells like a fresh pine tree. And so her house at Christmas time smells like she has a live tree, even though she has an artificial tree. And she puts it in every room. She puts it in her living room. She puts it, she has kind of an open concept. 
So she has that that sense basically in every one of those rooms that are connecting. So when you walk in her house, it truly smells like she has a fresh Christmas Christmas tree in her living room. You would not know if you didn't turn around and look. And so uh so that's that's one of my mom's favorites is the pine at Christmas time. Um and then my probably my two number one top of my list clean breeze i love the fresh scent so for me clean breeze smells so good it's just clean and fresh it smells like fresh laundry and then my if i had to pick one that's like a bakery scent it's like my number one the blueberry cheesecake mm-hmm. it smells so good i cannot tell you the number of times that i've melted either blueberry cheesecake or sugar cookie. And I think Rhonda said she likes sugar cookie. Rhonda, is that what you're talking about? Yes, I like sugar cookie and um, don't leave out the uh, apple cider and um, for the kitchen, gingerbread. You know, then everybody thinks such a wonderful baker. Mm. Then you have to be careful with them because some of them, you're like, oh, this can smell so good. I'm not going to lie, there are some fancy scents out there that I'm like, oh, yeah, that doesn't smell good. I thought it was going to. But those that Rhonda just named, it, like blueberry cheesecake, sugar cookie, I can't tell you the number of times that I have changed out my wax and put either a fresh cube of blueberry cheesecake or a fresh cube of sugar cookie in there. And my husband walk in the door from work and go, are you baking cookies? Or, or did you cook, did you bake something? <laughs> like no, sorry, that's just fancy. Um, Give him a bar of sense. Yeah, <laughs> and then another one that I really like. Um, if you like the smell of fresh coffee brewing, uh, we have one called Mocha Doodle, and it just smells like a fresh pot of coffee brewing. So good. I didn't used to be a coffee drinker, but I used to like burn scentsy oils in my, like the scentsy wax in my house because I was like, I love the smell of coffee. I just don't drink it. But now I've started drinking coffee. So now I have that scent anyway. So I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> I, I don't need the scentsy wax anymore because now I got my real coffee. But, um, and then, okay. So another thing we've been talking about was there are people who have allergies, who have, um, are very sensitive to a lot of scent. Rhonda was talking about how she can't wear perfumes and things like that that have a scent to them because they they just really affect her. They affect her allergies. My daughter, she's 21 now, growing up, we could walk in a store, like a candle shop, Yankee Candle. She could take two steps in the store and immediately start sneezing. It was a guarantee. We knew if we took her in a candle store or in like Bath and Body Works, she's going to start sneezing almost immediately. And there are scentsy ones that she can't tolerate. She has migraines. Um, She has allergies, but then she has migraines. And one of her migraine triggers is scent. So we have to be, I had to be careful what I burned and what I warmed in my house. And we have found scents. The clean breeze that I mentioned, she can tolerate that one. Does not bother her. It doesn't give her migraines. It doesn't bother her. The blueberry cheesecake doesn't bother her. 
but her absolute favorite scent, the one that she likes to warm in her room, and the one that she warms in her room, she's made out of her own and she has in her apartment now, the one that she keeps in her room in her apartment is called Blue Grotto. And it's a, like a tropical um, undertone, like tropical tones to it. But she described it to me earlier. She heard me talking to Rhonda and she said, it's like lemony and clean. So that was how she described it. So it has like the lemon undertones to it and it's got, it's got a little bit of a tropical hint to it, but it does smell clean. It, even though it's tropical and it has kind of that, you know, like the tropical flowers and like the tropical fruits and stuff, even though it has those as its, um, as its tones, it still has a clean smell to it when you, when you walk in and smell it. So that is her go-to. That's my daughter's go-to. She loves that one with the allergies and with the migraines. That's one scent that it doesn't matter how long it's very, she can warm it continuously and it never bothers her. It doesn't make her sneeze. It doesn't affect her migraines. So there are definitely scents, you know, like that, that you may have to go through a couple and you may be like, oh yeah, I don't like that one. That one, that one just gives me a headache or that one, that one just doesn't sit right with me. And that's fine. You just move that one to the side, stop using it, try a different one. Move in the same family even, because even in the same family, you're going to find some that may have those triggers for you and some that just don't smell good for you. Just like I said, some of the bakery scents, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't smell good as I like. Doesn't smell good as I thought it was going to. One they came out with a couple of years ago was called brownie brownie batter. Like, oh, that's oh. Gonna be great. That's gonna smell so good. Some people like it. For me, I was disappointed. I didn't care for it. I was I was very disappointed in that. It didn't. But there was a lot of people yeah. that rave about brownie batter. Wow. So, um, <laughs> they have one Rhonda that's. Uh, uh, baked bread or something like that. Is what you were breaking? Say it again. Did they have one that it was like baked bread or something like that, a homemade bread or something like that? Oh, that no? would be nice. Uh, <clears throat> I have one that you would think that you had come in and just baked like an apple pie. Uh, That's deadly. No. I don't know of any that smell like baked bread. Do you, Angela? I can't think of one. It may have been like several I, years ago, like maybe been years ago baked, before I started doing it. Because they do, be they do. Yeah, it would. They do change them out and discontinue them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were mentioning the warmers earlier. For your, for you guys that are football fans, you can get warmers that are like your NFL team. You can, and Patrick, they may have Boston. I don't know. They, they have Boston College, College in there? Uh, have David I buy me one, would you? Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell him. <laughs> um, but you can get, <laughs> you can get uh, the colleges like I have the University of Alabama. Really? Alabama? Credit. I wouldn't have believed it. Mm. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> believe it. Uh, <laughs> but, um, and you know, I love to change, like, at Christmas, I have a Christmas tree that's a scentsy warmer, and we put evergreen in it. I have a present 
and that's a scentsy warmer and a snowman and in the fall the pumpkin comes out and uh, oh, that's nice. you know and, yeah. and then you do you know you can do things like like for example I do like my bathroom is one of my bathrooms is in lighthouses and I have a lighthouse scentsy you know there's just neat ways to change up if you like to decorate and like Angela said you can just match it with so many different things hmm. I know in about in about 2012, I had a Sensi consultant, and she loaned me a whole. I guess it was a set of the Christmas fragrances, and <laughs> I I smelled them all, and they were in different categories. One was man, and one was I don't remember what. There were different categories, and I made a spreadsheet and I ranked them one through five for each one. And all the ones that were a five that was a priority one, I bought all those. And you know, I still have them. And it was like 2012, and they still smell good. There are six little squares in each bar, and they come in a plastic thing that seals. And so I haven't used a lot of them and they still smell good. So now I'm going to pull my yeah. Scentsy warmers out and I'm, I'm going to use them. Okay. Yeah. Glenda? Yes. It, um, <clears throat> could, uh, excuse me. Could, um, could you explain how Scentsy works? Angela? Sure. Um, so I, I am an independent consultant with Cindy. Cindy. Sorry, an independent consultant with Scentsy. So I can, I have a website. Actually, I'll be honest, I don't have it activated right now. I can activate it. All I have to do is pay my $10. But I wasn't getting a lot of hits through my website. Most people that want to purchase, just call me or send me a text or shoot me an email and say, mm -hmm. hey, can you order? My mom, every year, right before Christmas, six bars. She's like, hey, I need to, I need to get me six, um, six bars of on whatever it is that she likes. Um, so I have I have an office, like a back office in Cincy, and I can go in and I can do all those orders. There's um, there's a lady out in, uh, I think, Minnesota. Janet, I think she's in Minnesota. She usually calls me two or three times a year, and she's like, hey, Angela, I'm ready to do my Cincy order. And so it's Janet. I just, it's Janet, yep. yep. So usually Janet lets me know two or three times a year, hey, I'm ready to do my order. And so I'll call her and I know what she likes now. So I usually kind of have an order ready to go when I call her because I've learned what scent she likes. And I'll go through the scent. If there's anything new, I can let you know. I'll let, I, I'll let Janet know, hey, there's a new scent out you might like. And um, and so I can do that order and you order your scent. It can, if there's people that are local to me, I usually have the scent sent to me and I just deliver them to them. But they will just like Cincy will just come to your doorstep. I do the order, put it in, I put in your credit card information, and they're actually really quick. Like their orders come rather quickly. Um, even like in the last year or two, with all the the craziness of deliveries and the COVID stuff and everything, I was pleasantly surprised that my Cincy orders were still coming. Like they weren't taking a long time. They weren't taking like weeks to come. Um, so, but it's, it's the Cincy's a company worldwide. They have like three 
Um, I think they have three warehouses distributed like all around the U.S. One in Texas. Uh, I know there's definitely one in Texas. I can't remember where the other two are. Idaho. I think they have one in Idaho. There's one somewhere else. But they ship from those warehouses, depending on where where you are is where yours will come from. Um, but they um, they have Cincy consultants all over. Like I think somebody mentioned earlier that they had a consultant they were using. There's Cincy consultants all over, um, and so it just uh, you just you place your orders and your products come right to you. And you so how does so how does the or, the burn the burner and the oh. um yeah. And the uh how how do you do you use a different burner for um for different scents or can you use the burner for many different scents? Or do you You do can you change use your a, scents out. You, you can say so the warmer just plugs into the wall. It has a light bulb. Oh some of them some of them are actually no bulbs. Some of them are um what they call an element warmer. And so it just it has like a heating element that just warms up. But most of them are, they have a bulb and it's either 15, 20 or 25 watt bulb, depending on the size of the warmer. And um, they, they even have the little wall plug in. So it's a small one that just plug into your wall. They even have those. But most, you know, the bigger ones are going to have your cords and you can sit on a table or um, on a nightstand or whatever. And I usually, being that I warm mine 24-7, I was telling Rhonda, I changed my scent out, my bar. I, I use one in that bar. There's eight little cubes that you break apart. I put one cube in my warmer, and it usually lasts about three days. Me burning it 24/7. So, so one one bar, one cube is going to last you about 72 hours. Oh um, wow! And so I can put it. So like in my kitchen. If I put blueberry cheesecake in today, three days from now, I go, yeah, I do blueberry cheesecake. I don't want blueberry cheesecake again. I just clean it out, take that scent out. You can use, um, you can just use a paper towel or you can use cotton swabs. Um, they even make a little, like Fancy has a little big circular thing. It's like a big cotton swab that has a tab on the top of it that you can hold and you just stick mm. down in there and it soaks it all up. And you just wipe your warmer out, and I can put in peppermint or clean grease, <clears throat> whatever thing is I'm feeling that day. Mm -hmm. So you don't, so you don't have to have a different warmer for each scent. You can just change those out. And there are scents, and there's a lot of people that do this. Um, there are scents that you can put together and make a different scent. Um, mm. A couple of years ago, I bought my daughter a. It's what was, it was at a haunted house and they came out with this special edition scent it was like caramel apple craze or something because it, it was like a fall scent mm. well then they quit doing that one so we took there was like a salted caramel scent i think that they had and then they had just an apple we took those it was like johnny apple seed i think we took those and combined them we were like oh that smells good so people combine wow. those scents you can take a cube of this and a cube of this and put them together and come up with a totally different scent. Cool. 
Now, the time police are going to start yelling in a minute because it's... Uh-huh. Yes. I was just looking at the time. <laughs> yeah, we're, I do want to tell you, uh, I really appreciate this um, presentation. Thank you so much. I've never heard of Sensi. This was new. Wonderful. Well, good. Well, I'm glad you found something wonderful. new. And, uh, we're glad. And, uh, Patrick has my information, so if anybody has any questions about it, you want to know a little bit more about it, or... You've had, you know, anything, just, uh, just reach out to Patrick. He has my email address and my phone number. Sure, I do. Great. Thank, Thank you, you so much, both of you. It's, I love it. It's so much. It's very, very, it uh, was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Thank you. You, We're you guys you have a great convention. We will. Thank you. So far. Thank you, Rhonda. Thanks. Thank you, You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.